0: I'm gonna fart on you. <laughs> yeah, gonna fart on you. Right in your face.
1: Well, oh. you're gonna fart on me.
2: Will <laughs> you? you... <laughs>
1: need all of you to listen very carefully because there's no other way that we're getting out of here alive, okay? Sure thing, Cockface. All right. When I woke up in my cell, I was given these orders that with the three of us, we have to record a video game podcast and we was given like very specific instructions on what it has to be about. It has to, we have to talk about the video games that we have been playing. We have to read the e- read emails that were sent to us from somewhere. I don't know. Um, I think Reed has to say something about early access, and we need. this is the weird one, we have to talk about the last three Steven Universe episodes.
0: We have to what?
1: I know. Have you have all seen those?
0: This because is, I have. Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen them, but yeah. like, wow. This is, I, that's a weird thing to wake up to.
1: I know. I think this guy really means business. So let's just do a regular podcast like usual and pretend that everything's all right, okay? Okay. I'm good. I'm, you know what? I'm good with that. Okay. I'm doing it to help a friend. What about oh. you, Rat? You on board? I'm on board
3: with this uh, Dag and Ropa parody.
1: All right. Oh. Polly, what have you been playing lately?
0: Um, well, okay. <laughs>
1: right um, into it. Right into right. it. Shoot right into it. Just, just shooting right into <laughs> just, it. Just well, very mortal danger, roll all in. <laughs> there are no hamper seats this time.
0: <laughs> no hamper seats. Um, well, um,. I played a wonderful little game uh, at the start of this past week. Uh, our dear friend, <laughs> Rhett, uh, created a very uh, uh, awesome birthday present for me uh, <laughs> oh this Oh my god, year, this thing is magical. Um, called PolyClicker. <laughs> and it's this wonderful little uh, RPG, where the it, and it's sort of like a very funny take on all of these clicker games of, you know, like, Cookie Clicker, a thousand wives, or whatever, but it's it's got more of a game element to it. It's very much more, um, you know, based on an being an RPG. You know, where you're like you're clicking to level up stats. Um, I've got like a million different forms that I can progress through as the game (laughs) continues. Uh, The game is seemingly freaking endless. Uh, It it it'll take you a while to get through, but. but I think that what makes it really cool, though, is it's this really cool, just arcadey RPG kind of thing um, mm-hmm. that can get legit. That gets legitimately crazy by the end because you were like clicking so fast <laughs> on stats and attack and stats and attack. Um,
1: it goes so fast. You're it, absolutely it, right.
0: It does, but it's so cool. But like when you get your own agility, like just kicked up through the roof. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just this really cool little take on the clicker genre, but it's its own little RPG slash arcade thing that is very worth checking out. It's on uh, the front page if you scroll down a couple of entries, uh, you'll see it, uh, and it's on n three dot dot com and inconsequentialexistence.com dot com. Mm-hmm. So, um, Rhett plug wh- for that. Rhett, why don't you give us a little bit of the inside baseball? Behind the scenes. scenes. This is so fun because Reet was just sending me, (laughs) like.
1: John knew the whole time. Yeah. Just from inception, you were like, I have this idea. What do you think? And then just like, I implemented three enemies today, and it was really fun to watch. And that's the thing. It's
0: like, this thing has got so many freaking enemies, and there's so much (laughs) unique animation that Mm -hmm. went into each specific one, and it's just like good god you really did spend three freaking months on this it wasn't it wasn't actually that long
3: but yeah it was like end of july i'm listening to the bomb cast and jeff was talking about how much he hates clicker games because <laughs> he got addi- addicted to like time clickers or another fucking one and i played that and i hated it and then the idea just popped into my head poly clicker
0: it's, i don't know how you would get th-
1: i don't know how you came to that conclusion <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Have I played Ten Billion Wives yet? No, I think maybe. I'm not sure. I thought that led into it. Maybe. It might have. Yeah. Oh my god. Because I
3: think I start. Yeah, I think I was talking to you about how much clicker games are fucking stupid. Yeah. Because <laughs> I immediately be shit. turn
2: around and go. It's like
3: I, I need did. to fucking make one. Mm-hmm. But I that so that was the inception where I'm gonna make one and I'm gonna try to make a good one. So like rule Basically. number one was no auto clicking. Like nothing actually <laughs> helps you because you. And you can't just set it on idle. So, like you have to click attack every single time. See, that's what I thought. Ume it just was makes so much be. sense, right? No, Ume just gives you more money.
0: Yeah, Ume just doubles your money. So, it's, mm-hmm. and then it, that's really clever. It's like you know, you can never get truly stuck. You know, yeah, you'll, you'll lose a few fights here and there, but you'll never get truly stuck because if you get uh, if you lose three times to the same enemy you will get a little ume helper that you can accept (laughs) that will just double your poly points and you can upgrade to your heart's content does that stack uh you can yeah so
3: every time you use it it raises how many fights you have to lose to get the next one (laughs) so it would be four next time yeah yeah.
1: oh okay that's really funny so there's still a good balance there yeah so So you never so you never does actually get so you really can never just get stuck yeah and I don't another, think it's so well-balanced that I'm not sure. Like, I, I certainly never like, ran into a situation where, like, I was actually stuck. That's the thing. I'm like, man, this
3: actually, like, works. And I'm surprised that it worked because I just kind of plugged in rough numbers at random and just <laughs> guess field a lot of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's, no, that's yeah, you were telling me about, like, the fucking algorithms you were putting yeah. together. And I just kind yeah. of randomly. And then it works really well. <laughs> I With six I mean, there different were, fucking stats. Yeah, and you ignored two of them. That's true. Johnny, <laughs> <Polly, laughs> does that make does that make any sense? Uh, tell tell Polly what I what I did.
3: He plays the game. He's the first one to play it, and then I show see his stats at the end, and it's luck ten, defense one. I'm like, you just didn't see those, did you? Yeah. <laughs> he just didn't look at the right side of the screen because those two were <laughs> both the enemy.
1: The, yeah, I um. I think that speaks to the intensity of the experience that I was so engrossed in the commands I already knew about that I didn't notice. The weird thing is, I've done
0: the weird thing is, I've done um, a few runs of it, more than a few actually, and like I've tried Uh. playing around with different stats every time, and I don't Mm -hmm. think that there's like a bad build.
3: That's what's what's so, like I know I'm praising my own game, but yeah, I've done different builds and like I've gone like really heavy on agility
2: to the detriment of like
3: everything else, and it's like I've got ninety agility and it's taking me like a billion clicks to kill something, but I'm winning.
0: Oh my god! It's really well freaking balanced.
3: <laughs> so That's originally, smart. Smart. originally I had it. When you died, you actually just went back a level, mm. and that got really bad if you had no money or Ooh, poly points. Yeah. So you you could. I found myself occasionally like sliding back like five levels
0: because
3: <laughs> I couldn't heal. So I knew I had to fix that, and I think the Ume situation was a good fail-safe. Yeah. Because yeah. Cause then it was like, once I took out rolling back levels, the, your overall money dropped because you weren't repeating any levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, now i got to make everything a bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, you can't get the poly 12 anymore, so I lowered those.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a 12?
3: Well, there no, there's there's 10. like... There's ten, but people have gotten to
1: eleven because.
0: Yeah, I, I've gotten you know, to eleven a lot. Yeah, but
1: <laughs> then it loops around, right? Or something. It doesn't loop. Like every just... one after
0: ten is just over
3: leveled. Yeah, over leveled. Oh, okay. Poly. I really that's didn't. Fantastic. I, I really didn't expect people to get that far. Because <laughs> I had tried to balance it so that you'd get the contra one right at the contra
0: levels. That's yeah. That's usually pretty well timed out. Really. Yeah, I've I've hit the contra levels uh and just like and just bumped into contra poly at either like the level before or a couple levels in. Interesting. That's good.
3: I was going to do more of those. Like one of the ideas was poly wrath, which would be a pokemon one. <laughs> And then I finished, so I finished the game, and I'm looking through the folder, and there's a sprite in there of Polly from Samurai Pizza Cats. I go, "Fuck, I forgot that." Oh. <laughs> and okay, I don't think anybody has actually played this game because nobody has commented on Polygon.
1: The Polygon is, is the best. So that was so good.
3: <laughs> I drew that thing at like 4 a.m. in the morning. And I just kind of looked at myself in the mirror and go, "What the fuck are you doing, dude?" <laughs> I, it's Andros with poly hair and a little carrot, and I was like, "There's something wrong with me, man." <laughs> and then her critical
0: attack is swallowing Doritos.
2: Yes, it swallows Doritos.
0: <laughs> I, st- I still like that um, when you fight John, he literally barfs Saga at you. Yeah. I was just clicking sound effects
3: at random and that one came up. It's like (laughs) I'm like, Oh, yep, that's the one.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was good. Oh my god, ending it with the um Final Fantasy Final Bosses and then the um the final
0: final boss.
1: Yes, the final final boss and then the spiky tiger. Spiky
3: Tiger. I was so one of the original ideas was to do a whole secret amana world but then, oh. <laughs> so i had like the music like that terrible boss music yeah but it's like well i don't really know what else to do besides spiky tiger here yeah spiky then, tiger
0: is kind of like the main the,
3: the only one that matters and then metal gear came out and i was like oh i should do a metal gear level instead so <laughs> secret of Mana got the boot and then
1: uh, like the, no, end... the spiky tiger is perfect where he is i think yeah, that's it's as then much... i
3: worked it in anyways at the end yeah
1: I so love the pacing. Secret oh,
0: I love how you have the levels paced out to when it feel like to when you're going through the Metal Gear parts of the game, it's like, oh well, this has gotta be the end. Clearly, you know, alright, you know, this is this has been long enough. Clearly he's beaten yeah. the joke to death enough by now.
2: <laughs> oh no, uh, it's still going. <laughs> what am
0: it... I doing? It's like one thirty in the morning <laughs> and I'm still clicking and my finger hurts. Still clicking. It's <laughs> oh, great. Can I didn't I... want to stop those. It's like, how long does this go? Surely he did not just make the endless fucking game. I should have. <laughs> Clicker version 2, it's got a thousand levels now. Yeah, find a thousand things to put in there.
2: Oh <laughs> my god.
0: Box of whoppers.
3: Actual <laughs> hamburger whoppers. DMAC was asking me, like, he's okay. I did Higurashi, when's Umi Neko? And I'm like, Umi Neko's not in there, but I could put him in. Yeah. <laughs> The hardest thing about that game was that the I didn't want to lag too much. So, like, when an enemy attacks, it freezes for 20 frames. Yeah. So their attack, like, has to come out within 10 frames. Yeah. So that was really hard towards the end, like, trying to visualize some of these things. <laughs> and then it's like, I have Rika, and I'm like, okay, she's going to stab herself in the head, and the blood will spray on <laughs> you. But then I'm like, I can't make that happen fast enough, so it just changed to she stabs herself. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, Sephiroth was supposed to be, like, a supernova reference, but
0: it, like, that's a 10 minute attack. That's a 10 frames. You're you're trying to put 10 minutes into 10 frames. (laughs) Good luck on
3: that. But then I did make one exception. Uh, Pecker Chew actually does take a little longer. (laughs) uh, Because I uh, I really wanted it to sync to the sound. Yeah, yeah. Of me going, Pecker Chew!
1: Anna enjoyed those. And I like I like Whopper Buffet too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what? Which one was that with? Because I remember that being a really funny pun. Oh, Whopper Buffet. Whopper Buffet. Whopper And it was so snappy, right? Yeah. 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 It feels so. I mean, snappy. for a hundred levels, it's not yes. that long. It's like no. Yeah. Just forty-five moves. minutes. Yeah, yeah, you, that's like exactly what I would say. And you have a
0: really good sense
1: of getting
0: stronger <laughs> as you go, as you build your stats up, and you're getting better as you go, and you mm-hmm. get more cool poly skins to play around with. <laughs> I really but, like
3: the Contra one, because
0: I really went that in That one's really good. It. Like, that I
3: manually made it purple and the red hair and stuff.
0: Yeah, that one's really, really good. I like that the you got like the, the normal machine gun for a normal <laughs> attack and the spread for a critical too. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Man.
3: So the funny thing about the stats though is that they kind of like I didn't know how to make like exponential growth. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is just like thing times thing times thing, and that kind of levels out at a point. Yeah. Where it's uh, like, yeah. like the poly level is just like a multiplayer on on the other stats, so going from 1 to 2 doubles, but then 2 to 3 is like a third, and then a fourth, mm-hmm. and then... So there's not actually a huge amount of difference between the la- later ones.
2: Yeah,
1: I think I remember you telling me that making the algorithms like that wound up with some surprising effects as it went along.
3: Yeah. Because I kept having to like actually increase boss, or the enemy HP, because mm-hmm. it was too low originally. But then... Yeah. Yeah, it's tricky because it's like you want to increase it, but you don't want to increase it in, in the early levels that feel good. So it's trying to f- work it out so there's a good medium balance.
1: Yeah, my so weird th- thing was that I kept um, was by the end I realized that it would all the bosses would take about two hits to kill me, even though I'd leveled up my HP a bunch. <laughs> well, you didn't have I it and then realized, oh, defense. <laughs> so yeah. I would I would like be balancing it out so that all right, I can kill this guy in three hits. How many HPs? Yeah. Do I, how many HP refills do I need for this fight? <laughs>
0: and you didn't. And you didn't even upgrade uh, luck your first time, so oh you were you were hardly yeah. getting any criticals.
1: Yeah. It, it, <sighs> but it it works. That's what's so weird. And it yeah. works yeah. really snappy and fun. Yeah. And it other... total, I bet it would feel really different and also cool doing it with a different build. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: The other reason you can't get stuck is because if an enemy kills you in one hit. Like, you still have a fraction of a second to heal out of that. Yeah. I know. And that's very
1: intentional. That's very smart. Mm-hmm. But then I yeah, I could tell. Like, the first time I did it, I was like, wait a minute. And then the second time I did it, I was like, oh. Yeah. God. Because
2: you, you panic. You
1: just added in panic bombing.
3: <laughs> yeah. But that was totally intentional, though, because if you were dying in one hit, then it doesn't matter how much HP or how many poly points you get to spend if you just don't in, like, 10 frames. Yeah. yeah. But then that caused another bug where I originally set it where if your HP hit zero, your ATB also went to zero. Oh. (laughs) So I got to, like, level 90 and was getting one hit, but then I'd heal out of it, and then the ATB would just drop down. I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm, like, taking, like, ten hits, getting back up to full. Ouch. So I just made it now so it drops ten when you take zero HP. Because I didn't want you being able to attack while dead. Yeah, messy gets messy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you get 100 agility, you can attack, like, every frame. <laughs> and, like, I kept having to fix stuff in that, even though it's, like, nobody's actually going to get this high. And if they do, <laughs> they're at, like, level 99.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted everything to work. And it it's
3: does. so just, like...
1: It's really mm-hmm. simple, elegant, and fun, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so clearly made by somebody who, like... <laughs> knows how games work even though it's this really simple silly thing and you can just feel the kind of skill going on just mm-hmm. throughout all of it yeah yeah a lot well, like I super other... Alexer. Yeah. i kind of that's cool. that was honestly what i was thinking about while playing i was like this is like the super structure
3: of rpgs
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> it kinda yes it kind of is though
3: <laughs> another thing i'll say though like this is was interesting for me as making a game because it's the first time like the game element and the art element were like totally separate mm, where sure. i just made the game mm-hmm. and like got up to level 100 and like was bouncing it like before any art was in there wow it was just like it was like phase poly but like act just like thrown in from the game itself so it like would go into the jump animation and like ether for a hundred levels <laughs> and the, and like no backgrounds no sound no anything it's just like i just need to crunch these numbers and get something that feels
0: right once the numbers are crunched then the really fun stuff can begin yeah, yeah.
1: but you know the fact that you've got something that felt right wow there was no art probably yeah. informed the finished product yeah
3: definitely because then i started to go way more in depth with the art than i originally intended Mm-hmm. Cause like the first five enemies, like the Pat and Polly comic ones were really simple where it's just like tween thing across screen, make sound effect. And then like, even by Sid, like, oh, she's got like frames and sprites and this is getting a little more complicated.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then I did the Markman ones next, I think. And, like those started to get a little more complex. And then like the fantasy star set was actually like the fourth one I made. Mm. And by then, it's like these are taking much longer than these I expected. Are getting
0: elaborate,
3: yeah. It's <laughs> like I'm trying to figure out how to have Dark Fowls cast grants within ten frames. And it's <laughs> a
1: little, tr- it's a little tricky. <laughs> <gasps> you want to know cool
3: like thing. the dumb Easter eggs in it?
1: Sure. Yes.
3: The, the dumbest one is, and this actually saved my ass once. Revolver Ocelot.
0: If he attacks six times, he stops. I noticed that. Good. I noticed that that was really fucking clever. I counted it out. Like, cause at first I thought it was a bug. And the next time I was going through, I counted it out. Cause I thought, cause I thought there's no fucking way he did that. <laughs> and then he did. He, he counted it out. You motherfucker. It was just, I didn't,
3: I wanted to throw in more stuff like that, but I just couldn't think of stuff. Cause then the other one is Ume's or not Ume. Uh, Umio does fifty three ninety six every time, and I moved the Neptunia levels earlier just so that would work without being super noticeable.
0: Yeah, uh, okay, that's I always I was wondering at what point the Neptunia levels were created because it was just like it seemed like because when she first hit me at five three nine six, I had a bit of a chuckle and thought, "Oh, that's really wait a minute, she's doing five three nine six no matter what." Yeah, because it. it Ignores it ignores defense. defense and stuff, but like if you're de- if you're leveling defense, like
3: that's actually a really appropriate number for her to be hitting at at that point.
0: Yeah, so, are you kidding me, game? It's like yeah, those were yeah, that was really clever.
3: Yeah, because originally those levels were like five later, and mm. like other enemies were hitting six thousand, so it's like oh, that kind of stands out a lot. So with those levels five later, red would have been level sixty nine, which was the joke. <laughs> I'm an
0: idiot.
3: (laughs) And then, of course, the Contra Heart beats faster.
0: Yes, yes, I noticed that as well. Very clever. Those are like
3: the three real custom things I did.
2: Cool.
0: It's really cool shit, really cool shit. PolyClicker, go play. If you're listening to us and you're thinking, (laughs) damn, I need to go play this game, like I said, you can go find it on our main page, n3.tumblr.com or inconsequentialexistence.com.
3: Yeah, I keep wanting to put it on Newgrounds, but they... They have their fucking Madness Day thing like what? right after
0: your birthday. Oh, wait. are you going to put it on new grounds?
3: It's like yeah, because they let you like queue up stuff now, so it's like one click away. Mm-hmm. But then I look at the portal and it's like, oh, there's forty things under judgment, and some of it's been there for like three days. Like, oh my
0: geez, god, that it,
2: place is dead. That
0: site is kind of sad now.
2: Yeah, it's a oh.
0: barren wasteland of what was once our youth. I know, right. You look at I, I look at Newgrounds. Yes, and it's, absolutely. I look at Newgrounds, and it's like uh, it's like Snake going back to Shadow Moses and Metal Gear Solid Four. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all, everything's falling apart. The, the cameras are falling off the walls. It's just dude, just a decrepit shell of what it once used to be.
3: Were people
1: passing around like a uh, Newgrounds appreciation article or something? I saw something like that. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, Every
3: time I see, like, Newgrounds it's, Appreciation, it's always like, oh, remember those hentai games? Like, that's all they're known for and will ever be known for. <laughs> Galaxy Angel J- RPG.
1: <laughs> all the reds of praise. Oh, oh Lord, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah some shit games there. <laughs> I would know. <laughs> I just think I really want to see what people who don't get the joke wonder about this. Yeah, like, the will reaction they be like, will be... Will they just be too turned off by the art at the start? But it's got numbers. They love making numbers bigger <laughs> over there. I know. It, could you imagine if this went viral? Oh, God. Like, if I put it on Newgrounds, it gets front page, and then somebody picks it up.
0: That'd be fucking weird. That'd be... <laughs> like, yep. This is, like... This is nothing but a big collection of a lot of inside jokes and weirdness, and... Well, let's... Mm-hmm. There you go.
1: Well, you know, that's what I was thinking about in addition to Supers' Zalixer. I was thinking about my game dance our game at Dance Party because <laughs> that is also just a big collection of weird personal stuff that doesn't make sense to people besides me and Anna. And a lot of people really like, like that one a good bit. So it's cute. Yeah. I feel like it's like I used collage game to describe um dance party and I feel like that fits oh, for yeah. Polyclicker. Yeah, t-
0: it that very much fits polyclicker.
1: Mm-hmm. Except it's also like this really fun arcadey. Light RPG. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think people who don't
3: get it will get some value out of it because, hey, Sonic the Hedgehog, like, it's some of the references people make. There you go.
0: It's not all inside references and jokes. Absolutely. Just nobody's going to understand what an error is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, the first.
3: Yeah, it's that one in the Markman levels are just like, what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but then it's Solid
1: Snake and he drops the cardboard box on you. Yeah, I get that. I feel like there's value in seeing a big coll- a collection of inside jokes anyway. I feel like coming in from the outside and seeing that can be kind of fun sometimes.
0: Absolutely.
3: Absolutely.
1: Oh, that's, that's one, like one last thing. Yeah? The enemies
3: in Contra have fucking ridiculous names in Japanese. Yeah, they do. So I just put them all in. I couldn't yeah. even fit, like, the actual name for the heart, though. Yeah. Because it's, like, actually twice as long. It's, like, Evil Uranian Heart of the Shadow Beast, blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. They put a lot of thought into their game that was then, originally 13 minutes long.
3: But then the English translation was this, I don't know, Red Falcon is everything. Yeah. Like, this guy's Red Falcon, this guy's Red Falcon too.
0: <laughs> and you're a Red Falcon, and you get a Red Falcon, and you get a Red Falcon! So yeah, PolyClicker's great. Go play uh, it. Cool. Yeah, go play it. It's fun. Um... I also put the finishing touches on my playthrough of Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain! Woo! That game's pretty good. <laughs> um, the game uh, yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, the game is just... It's some kind of fun, let me tell you. It's got, like, you know, it's like the open world fun. Like, the open world stuff never ceased being fun, despite the fact that, like side ops, and, like, some main mission objectives could be seemingly repetitive. Um, but, like, I still find myself, like, booting that game up every now and again, because it's like, oh, hey, I haven't done this side op, or, oh, hey, I never took over that outpost, why don't I go over and do that? Um, uh, the, the, the base stuff is still pretty cool, and how, you know, you're developing all of your stuff, and, you know all of your cool mother base stuff. Uh, the only thing I don't really get about it, though, is it's sort of got these timers for when you develop something. Uh-huh. Like they're yeah. like they're like they're like six tiers, um, like of weapons that you can create. And when you start creating on like the third tier, you start getting like eighteen to thirty six minute wait timers. And it's not real time; it is a uh, time mm-hmm. you have spent with the game actually on. So that's like
3: a really bad thing to have once you've beaten the game though.
0: Yeah. Because like, Like, I've got a lot of stuff in development. That's probably never going to get finished. Like I, I, I don't think I ever finished developing the uh, infinite, the infinity headband, even though I've got it, like, even though I started development on it, Mm -hmm. I think it's still got like two hours left.
1: Weird. It's just so... It seems a little, like, weirdly (laughs) free-to-play-y. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's basically what the online stuff is. And, like, the weird thing is, like, the online stuff is in real time. So, like, when you're developing base platforms and stuff, you go and you set it to, like, okay, I want to upgrade my R&D division to level 3 so I can have 15 more dudes join it. Mm -hmm. And when you do that for your online uh, forward-operating base... It's in real time, so if, like I turn my system off and come back in a half an hour, it'll be like, oh, a half an hour has uh, elapsed, but if you do that for the offline mode, like I'll start development, I'll be like, okay, I'll come back 30 minutes later, it won't have progressed at all because the console wasn't on. Mm. So it's just really weird and detrimental, and I don't understand why these timers are needed in a game that is mostly offline anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: It like, just seems like a bad way to pad things out, even though this is a game that already admittedly just has a lot of freaking padding. Mm-hmm. It's like... I it just got... seems... Go ahead. Like, I kind
3: of makes understand that while you're playing the game. Like, it's kind of cool like, start something good, go out on a mission, then have it be there when you get back.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I tend to do. But then,
3: you've beaten the game, it's just like, come on, just give me all the stuff.
0: Yeah. It, it doesn't just, matter. Yeah, like, <laughs> I've, I, you know, I like, the game has, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, at this point, the game's got two endings. Um, mm-hmm. And I got both of them. So, you know, by this point, like, there's not a lot more for me to go back to do other than, like, I don't know, like, the 20 or 30 side ops that I haven't done. And I'm not, like... Really rushing to get back to do them at this point, it's just kind of like, yeah, okay, I've, I've, you know, I put in like I've put in about 117 hours with the game, and <laughs> I don't see myself putting in that much more. Um, that's like, a good, that's a good run. <laughs> yeah, like the next time I play this game will likely be on the PC, and I don't plan on buying that version for a while. So
2: cool. Um,
0: and mother base is like you can run around your mother base, and that's kind of cool, but it's just kind of empty. I mean, there are guys walking around. You can punch dudes. You can punch your dudes. That's it. And they'll thank
1: you for it. Thank you, boss. (laughs) Yeah, they'll thank you for it. In Peace Walker, wasn't it all just menus for the Mother Base? Yeah, it
0: was entirely menus, yeah. Okay. I I get that they probably wanted something that you could walk around in and feel like you were putting all of your time in. And while, you know, the place is ridiculously big, in fact, it's so big, I get lost on my own Mother Base. (laughs) Um but it's just kind of empty and yeah i like i you know i can make it pink if i want to that's great okay you can't wait a minute yeah game of the year <laughs> yeah my mother base is pink it used to that's be, how i felt <laughs> when i got
1: to the end of symphony of the night and realized i could make um alucard's cloak pink yes like
0: yes i made my mother base pink um they're like um did you like, install more showers um, no, they they just they just, just, just kind of come with each platform. Like every platform has a, a shower. Like so, whenever you land, there's always a shower nearby. Um, but uh, but yeah, like the game is great. Putting balloons on things and making them go away is still one of the best feelings ever. Like just running up to a tank full of dudes and being like, yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> you have to upgrade the balloon to get the point where can like lift tanks and whatnot, right? Yeah, but those
0: upgrades, um cool. they they come pretty fast. And then there's like okay. the wormhole where it's just like <laughs> <What>? The Wormhole <laughs> It's literally a teleporter. It can't it's be shot down. God. You can Fulton from inside so you don't have to worry about roofs anymore. Wait, really? Yeah. That's <laughs> It's really <laughs>
3: stupid. <laughs> It is really, utterly stupid. There's so much stuff in that game. Like, people keep talking about it, and you're just like, what? How much is in this? Like, I heard there's a trick where, like, you can get on a crate and then fold in it. Or, like, you fold in a crate, then quickly jump on top of it, Mm -hmm. and it'll extract you for free.
0: I did that, um... Actually, I solved one of the uh end game missions like that because you've got to go in and like capture these two containers of this dude's research, so what I did was I went in and, and like and like the guards they put on these containers are real fucking like they're like end of the game they don't bullshit around kind of guards so what I did was I snuck around and I got the first one and i uh, I sent that one flying off, and then I placed some C4 on the ground and started crawling my way over towards the other one. Set the C4 off and let them come over that way, um, towards the explosion to investigate. While I got on top of the other crate, <laughs> put a balloon on top of it, and just rode it out of the fucking hot zone. <laughs>
1: That's amazing. Or um, really went full hog with that conceit.
0: It's like a, another real fun thing I did was uh, I was carrying a prisoner out because he was too injured to be fultoned. And uh, a dude, a dude saw me on the way out like, and he was like off to a corner that I hadn't looked. So he like, I caught, like I came like right into his field of view as I was coming, you know, off the corner of a building. Um, and we go into reflex mode and it's like, my, my, my track gun has not been reloaded. If I reload, it's going to take the entire duration of this freaking reflex mode. And it's going to basically set off the alert once, you know, the reflex mode's gone. So it was just like... Only other option. I just threw the I just threw the prisoner at him, and it looked so great, and it was so and it was valid. But it was perfectly fine. Like I I picked the prisoner back up, set him back down, Fulton the other dude off, and then grabbed the prisoner again and marched him off to safety. Oh my god! <laughs> and it this... just it just looks so stupid with me throwing a dude in slow motion. I want an instant replay mode. <laughs> But the game is so like it there's you know, it it doesn't have like all of like some of the crazy stuff you might hear, like in terms of vehicles and powers and stuff like uh you might hear like in a Saints Row game or, you know, other games like that. But there's still enough there that you can like put together your own little Story. Your own little story of silliness, um and and make it work. And it's just like the mission layouts are like the mission layouts are always just like you know. You go in there and you figure out a way to do it. We're not going to hold your hand and tell you how cool. you need to do it. You know, like if you call if you call Miller, he might give you some advice on being like you know, on like you know, hey, you know, uh, like recon spotted some guys up this way. Maybe if you go this way to handle it, you know, such and such crap like that. But more often than not, you're you're better off having a lot more fun and just using your binoculars to scope out areas or taking d Dog or quiet with you to scope out areas. And um, you just have a really good time on your own and it just feels like even better when you're there kind of just like putting together a solution to the problem on your own.
1: Mm -hmm. It feels like in all of the big boss games kind of share this thread where they with with the um the snake games and 1 2 and 4 it kind of always feels like not only are there like uh, there's a, the story has a really heavy presence but there's also a lot of set pieces and mm-hmm. um it pulls away from the stealth play a lot mm-hmm. um but it feels like the big boss games kind of go in a different direction from that they all really let you um experiment with these systems
0: yeah, you know, even like with as linear as Metal Gear Solid Three is, there are still mm-hmm. so many ways to approach any, you know, any objective, and you know, like they always give you just enough rope. They, they give you just enough rope to let you hang yourself, and it's up to you on how you want to do that, or if you're going to hang the enemy with it. And I think that's always been like really cool. And you know, like Metal Gear Solid Five is intimidating as hell at first because of it. Um, mm-hmm. Because you're just like these these maps are huge, and it's like well, Jesus Christ! I can approach literally from anywhere. What do you want me to do? Get Miller. Tell me what to do. <laughs> uh, but it you- sounds
3: it sounds like a game that's really taking advantage of what an open world can do, where you can approach these situations from any angle.
0: Yeah,
2: because mm-hmm. yeah. like
3: open world these days, with especially like the Ubisoft ones, where it's like open world just kind of means like big ass map with a bunch of bullshit collectibles or boring missions to do
0: and a lot of scripted events
3: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and this is like the total opposite it's kind of making me think of deus ex yeah like if you're talking about
0: yeah
3: it really sounds like more like that than even like a skyrim where you're doing quests and shit
0: yeah if Mm -hmm. you know if you know a mission like if you know exactly like where a main objective in a mission is you don't have to like pussyfoot around it like uh there's a mission where Like one of the missions was to tail this convoy to an airport, but it's like the entire, like their, 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 uh, specified route is almost like the entire length of the map going north. But if you're smart and you know, like, where the outposts are and you, you want to try and head that motherfucker off at an outpost that you know they're going to be going through, you can go directly to that outpost, clear that outpost out and just wait for them to pull in and then, and then jack them there. So you don't ever have to let that thing get to the airport at all. Cool. So yeah, then yeah. um...
1: it's like it's like the missions. It's making me think of like the missions in like Deus Ex or like Hitman Blood Money. Yes. where they just give so... you all these different ways to go at these little these um, just simple objectives, and they give you a bunch of different tools. But and then putting those kind of missions in an open world environment, absolutely, yeah. like, like that's really hella cool.
3: Like once you know a level in Hitman, like the scripting starts and you can kind of know where stuff is going to be at certain times. Kinda yeah, that. Yeah, knowing where that tre- Jeep is going to be.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, my biggest problem with the game is even though, like, I I really like the story and I like where they took it, and I I like the conclusion despite the fact that it's gotten a bit of a, a bit of a a bit of an. Uh, People are kind of mixed on it, but I think okay. that I in a think, Metal Gear game. But right. I think I think that when you consider some of um, the earlier work from the series, like this is an ending that really makes sense, and it really kind of like syncs up in a way, in a really uh, asynchronous way, um, to another entry in the series that has some very controversial things uh, going <laughs> on. <clears throat> Um, but I guess, like, the the story missions, they, like, they only kind of tangentially feel connected to a major overarching story once you get to, like, the last five or so missions, uh, because, like, the main antagonist in the game doesn't really feel like he's being an antagonist through pretty much most of the game, um, and the way they wrap his story up is good, um... And I like that it didn't end the way I thought it was going to end for that character Because I thought if it was going to, it would have been really stupid and hokey But the way they chose to uh, write that character out was interesting Um, Cool And very fitting for the character It's just, I wish there had been more of him throughout the story You know, he needed to be a lot more present than he was
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Is this the Skull Face guy? Yeah Gotcha. Yeah, Skullface does. He's in Ground Zeroes, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. For some reason, he's wearing a Zoro mask in this game, but he
1: wasn't in—he wasn't in Ground Zeroes,
0: so I don't know why.
1: Needed more zazz. Yeah, I think I it's just
0: like he doesn't like the sunlight, so he blocks his eyes. Maybe. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I guess it's true. Uh,
3: yeah, it is funny when they just had this completely ridiculous-looking character, like out of Marvel comics or something. Yeah, and they made him a little bit even goofier in this one with the fucking mask. <laughs> On top of his skull face. Uh,
0: But um, that game's got some really, really... uh, It's got some great Kojima-esque moments. It's got some moments in it that I think are really poignant and maybe some of the best writing in the series. Um, My only real problem with the narrative is that just so much of it takes place on cassette tapes. And it's just kind of like, you know, I like what they did with it. I just wish that they had found a better way to convey it. Um,
1: and basically, like, a bunch of codec conversations that you can listen to when you feel like it. Basically. Gotcha. Uh,
0: and, and they, they like... I don't understand Ocelot's role in this game at all. Like, I think that if in any game, like, his character kind of needed to matter and kind of needed to... Um give him a purpose and a reason for being such an integral part of the
1: solid series as a isn't whole. Is he in, isn't is he's he the, the only one that's in all the games? Yes. So yeah. he's basically Revolver Oslot's basically the main character of Metal Gear. He's Metal the main antagonist at least.
0: He's the main <laughs> he, he's the main antagonist of Metal Gear Solid and they, and like he's basically in this game reduced to an encarta encyclopedia. <laughs> That's basically all he is. Is he's just uh, basically telling Snake about the flora and the fauna? <laughs> I thought he was the romance option. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the impression I got.
0: I wish. I'm not. Um, but
1: How, does I, it feel at all compromised by the cut ending stuff?
0: Um, uh, no, he does. Like you do get more on him after the game's true ending, mm-hmm. but for me, it came a little too little, too late. Mm-hmm. Like I really wanted him to have more of a role than he did at Mother Base, or I wanted him to be doing more than he seemed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, what? he's just a guy that he's an encyclopedia, and occasionally he he tortures people.
1: <laughs> what he's about the, a... um, the game as a whole? I I remember Reed telling me that there's um, stuff <laughs> that that got cut out of the ending or whatnot. Oh, yeah,
0: there's there's a plot point that gets like that happens. And then mm-hmm. get and then never gets addressed again. Oh, and it's a very significant <laughs> thing that happens. <laughs> and it's just like you can't just have that happen and then not address it because that's a pretty big thing. Please gotcha. watch the closed DVD. Yeah, and then like you, th- and even then like that kind of I guess sums that story up. But like wow, like. And and like if you see how that one scene, that one scene that throws this whole thing off for me, if you see how that is woven into the game, it would not have been hard at all to just omit that scene entirely. Mm-hmm. Like if they would have just cut that scene, I don't think you would hear as much complaining as there has been about. Like I mean, aside from the other major plot points and reveals, like this in particular is a sticking sore point because. You know, it ties in a lot to Kojima versus Konami kind of stuff. And, like, you know, like, did they just basically, like, look, look, you've got to get this thing out now. It's done. We're not giving you any more money. You've got to just finish it and get out of here. You know, so I can mm-hmm. see how, like, yeah. this cut content being, you know, sort of that. Uh, it being. Uh, it sounded
3: huge, just the way they described it, like this whole new island that yeah. you go to.
0: Yeah, and, like, the... the the plot point of uh, about a, a certain color um, oh
3: yeah i didn't get that at all cuz i haven't played the game but yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's like not mentioned anywhere else in the yeah, game yeah
0: it's not mentioned anywhere else so i mean it's an interesting thing though that they brought up and they showed video of though um but um hey you know what i went to mother base on my birthday and they threw me a birthday party that's <laughs> so nice and they like they didn't even have to animate that, but that is a scene that they went out of their way to animate and it's like a 3 minute scene. Oh wow. <laughs>
2: it's
0: just like no, it's it's crazy. It's like, wow, you really did that. That's absolutely insane. I also hear that if you don't play the game for like a, a while and you come back and when you go back to Motherbase D-Dog will come up to you all happy to see you again. Oh my god.
1: Metal Gear Solid 5, New Leaf. Yes.
0: <laughs> you come back and all the soldiers have left. Yeah. They moved out.
1: All the grass has grown up around the face. <laughs>
0: Overtaken <laughs> by seaweed.
1: Does it is is Are there any more holes in the timeline?
0: Um, I mean... I mean... Unless you count the one that they kind of brought up here... Created. And, and forgot to address... <laughs> You know, I guess that's mainly, like, you know, like, um, um, uh, Metal Gear 1 takes place 10 years after this, so. Yeah, so there's still a little gap.
1: There's still a they little gap could. that they could, but they won't. Oh, yeah, because it's Konami. Cause Konami. Oh, yeah. Konami is done! Woo! <laughs> we don't plan to do anything more with the Fox Engine.
0: Yeah, even though that thing is hella scalable and works oh, really well, I played that. I like. I said I played that game on the PS3. I was one hundred percent content with the experience I had. Cool, no problem at all. Uh, other than that, we launched a, a music podcast
2: over the. Week oh yeah, the I listened weekend. to it and I
0: really liked it. Hey, right, glad you liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the album listening club. Uh, we'll be just posting. Uh, we don't have a schedule for it um and we're not, probably never going to have one because yeah. all four of us are pretty busy people um
1: podcast is pretty is significant so yeah not even one be on a whenever schedule is probably good
3: yeah yeah so like, that one requires everyone to like listen to the album like three or four times so it's definitely i can see why you need way more time to prepare
0: yeah you want to have your talking points in order you want to you know and it takes a little while to edit too because you know you want to get the little bits of song in there and
1: hey yeah you do yeah that's
0: yeah, Brett's <laughs> golden suggestion there
1: oh um, that worked really well yeah um but yeah it's the this album listen to the album
0: <laughs> it's, it's the
1: uh... exactly that's what i'm
0: like
3: i said like no one's gonna get this
0: it's, it's uh the album listening club where me, uh Boner, Byron Holcher and our uh Twitter friend Taylor get together and we listen to an album uh suggested by one of the four of us and we talk about it, you know, our likes and dislikes, um you know, like various bits of history if we're familiar with the artist, all of that kind of fun stuff. It's an idea that we had done on the forum before in a topic form, but kind of failed. <laughs> Um, it didn't um,
3: fail, but people just kind of lost interest.
0: Yeah, uh, we might uh, we might take album suggestions from the community at some point, but you know. I, but I also worry, like, because I don't want to get anybody to get butt hurt or anything if we don't like whatever they send us to. So you know, there has to be this uh, sort of there has to be sort of an understanding going into this that like you know, hey, we might shit talk this thing that you're sending to us <laughs> that you probably really like. Um, but yeah. Yes. Plus, episodes are going to be so
3: spread out, like, you can't take many suggestions. Yeah,
0: yeah, so, you know, it's just going to be a fun thing we do on the side, it's not going to be a regular, regular kind of thing, just, hey, whenever we've got time to get an episode together, like, we've already got a second album, and we're listening to now, so, um, yeah, that's a good bit of fun, Uh, everybody should check that out, that's on the main podcast uh, blog and RSS feed as well, so... Uh, you've probably either already seen it or will be seeing it then. Uh, and or, that's a, or you, or you ignored it. Or you ignored it, like you, <laughs> or you ignored it and tuned it out, just like you do any kind of music talk you uh, on this podcast. <laughs> no, you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong.
1: Yeah. It, what did you um figure out what the next album y'all are going to talk about is?
0: Yeah, we figured it out, but we don't. We're not going to tell anybody it's what it secret. is. It's secret. Secret. You don't get to know until you press play next time. Don't want to get you really? any, Yeah.
1: Okay, so so, okay, so I don't. Like, the just, album's already like, listened. So I won't like listen to an album in preparation to hear y'all talk about it.
0: Uh, well, if you want, I can tell you what it is okay. later. I'll tell you after. I'll tell you <laughs> oh, when we're not I recording. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's all I've been into. You should play more Fantasy Star Four. Yeah, we're going to actually. We're I missed playing, it this week. Uh, we're playing uh Fantasy Star Four uh, this Sunday, uh, and Ooh. for this batch of episodes, we'll be joined by Andrea Ritu as well. Who, oh, awesome. Uh, who has a lot of uh, experience and knowledge with the Fantasy Star series as well? So and I does like a billion game. fucking LPs. And does a billion <laughs> LPs at once. I don't know how she does it. That's crazy. So
1: it's like, I should oh. play that game. Yes, you should. Oh, I just but watch I didn't play two first.
0: Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to get the full Fantasy Star experience, you play three.
1: Oh God, no! <laughs> no, don't do that. Oh oh i have yeah i have people in my timeline that are playing that right now
0: fantasy star 3 uh, yeah why i
1: think, I think so Oh my. why man. would they do that it's, they're like oh this is so bad all right guess i'm trying to play it yeah, it's it's for help. <laughs> what that's true i only did i only pulled that when i was like in the throes of despair was when i was like all right i guess i'll play castlevania circle of the moon now
0: only they won't no come. The, only nobody's going to come around to liking Fantasy Star Three. Mm-hmm. No, that's not going to happen. There will be no John story.
1: No, no. I came around to <laughs> hating Circle of the Moon. Yeah, I think the only reason I was really like enthralled with um, Harmony was because I played it right after that one. Right. right. And in retrospect, I was like, "Oh wait a minute that wasn't that great, was it?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's pretty good though. Cool. So that's um, Polyclicker and GS5 and the um, Poly and the Poly Music Cast. That's awesome. Yep. All right then. All right. Well, we're gonna need to move and make a transition, as we call it in the podcast hosting business, um, over to Reet. Oh, Reet, hello. What are you playing lately? Uh, I made a flash game. It's
3: Whoa, poly you poly did Polyclicker.
2: Polyclicker.
0: Like hey, I heard of that game. I actually <laughs> played that. Um, <laughs> It's cool. Li- tell us about it. Yeah, it's this. Uh, it's this cool little. Oh, uh, it's based on kind of the uh, the clicker no, game, stop. the clicker genre. <laughs> um, and, but it, but it's also this really arcadey.
2: Um, you slipped into another <laughs> timeline.
1: Okay.
3: So I finished that, and then literally the next day I went, "Oh yeah, I have this we are golden thing sitting around. I should hit hit that upload button finally." What is that? So oh, this
1: oh, one, oh, no, sorry. I, I remember now. I thought you were like, what is that you play? But this is that old shmup that you made as like yeah. for another band, and you showed it to me that's like it. years ago. Yeah, it's been kicking around a while, and I just... It's I just wondered like
3: a what the hell block. ever it
0: happened to that.
3: It got released, like but I just never really promoted it because the final product was not something I was particularly happy with. So that's why I'm mentioning it on the podcast to just tell the whole story. Yeah. Where it was like... <laughs> I think it was, like, March 2012. I was, like, probably prepping something for April Fool's Day. I think it was Giant Bone that year.
2: Mm.
3: And I'm working on that, and I get this message on Newgrounds, like, hey, do you want to make a game for us, like, in the, in the style of Project N3? And normally, like, it's something that I would just reject outright, because I don't like working with people. But then they showed me, like, a prototype of this music video that they were working on, and it's, like, really good. I'm like, oh, this is... Maybe I'll go along with this, because it seemed interesting. Mm-hmm. So I make this shoot 'em up game, and it's pretty cool. And then just, like, the next few months were just, like, this back and forth of, oh, can you make it easier? Can you make it easier? And it's just, like, they really hated, like, the third boss. And it's just, like, can you make him easier? We don't like the part where he jumps behind you. (laughs) Aww. And then, like, Polly did this really cool Famitracker cover of the song they made. And then they did their own cover and wanted that one to be used. I'm like, uh... Theirs isn't
0: and then, as good.
3: Theirs isn't as good.
0: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not one to pat my own self on the back, but I think my interpretation in terms of being an 8-bit original yeah. is, is much more authentic and better sounding.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I definitely agree. And I just was so used to that one as, like, the music. And I'm like, oh... And then they, like... So this was made around the same time as Super Zalaxer... So all the sound effects were from that, which were also made by Polly. Yeah. And then they made, like, their own sound effect set. (laughs) And then I put it in, and it was fucking terrible. And they even they were like, go back to the other ones. (laughs) But then, like, the difficulty thing got to the point where it was just, like, I just said, like, what if I just put in infinite lives? Yeah. Because it's like, like, but at the start, it was like, you get hit five times, you die, and go back. And then that wasn't enough. And then it was kind of Hunter's easy mode. You get hit 10 times and you go back to the checkpoint. And then they're like, what if we add lives in? So it's like, okay, now you have three lives. You have to get hit 30 times <laughs> before you go back to the checkpoint.
1: That wasn't enough.
0: How is that not enough? How bad do you have to suck?
3: They,
1: they went to an interesting person for their, interpre- <laughs> for their shmup interpretation.
3: So it's like, okay, three lives is enough. Five lives? No. And so I'm just like, what if I just make it unlimited lives and just remove the lives counter entirely so people don't know it's actually unlimited? (laughs) And then like, so the easy mode, like remove two bosses, even though you couldn't lose. (laughs) Wow. And then I did. So like once I started making changes, like I had at kind of forked it so that the, hard, the original hard mode was in there the whole time. So I mm-hmm. just put in Unlimited Lives and then had like easy and hard mode. Mm. And then it came out like a year later in 2013, like February. And I was just like, yeah, I'm finally done with this fucking thing. So I never really promoted it. I didn't put it on my site because I was paid for it. So I'm like, well, this should be their exclusive. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I, so I believe I had permission to put it on Newgrounds and then I just forgot about it. Because I had wanted to go back and actually add, like, a super hard mode. Because, fuck it, let's make it as hard as possible. Because it gets kind of <laughs> crazy at the end anyways, where, like, that one last boss just, like, rains shit down on you. Yeah, the that's side. craziness. So I thought it would be funny to go back and add a extra hard mode, but I never ended
1: up doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't ever think it was pretty satisfying with the hard playing it on hard mode.
3: Yeah, that was, like, had a good time with it. the original game as it was made.
1: Okay. And maybe
3: a little too hard, but, you know... Yeah blah blah. When I'm too close to the projects, like I tend to go a little too hard. I think most people do. Yeah. So then for this release I just took out the unlimited lives and then I added in Polly's music when you play on hard. Mm-hmm. So you get the intended original experience. The,
0: the much
1: better version. Yeah. Oh good. Is that the version that is um on your website now? Yeah. So and that's played? so that's not the one that I played? No. Oh but yeah!
3: Cool. See, so if you play the new one and play on hard, you hear Polly's version of the track. Oh, and if you play on easy, you get the shitty version of the track. See, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I found out that the band broke up in like this January.
0: Oh,
3: yeah, that they sucks. did. They did finally release the album. I don't think it did much. No, because then they they didn't update their Facebook for like a year, and then they just said they were done.
1: Wow. Oh, I remember really liking the music video. Yeah,
2: the music it's, video
3: was great. Like, all their videos were... So the name of the band was Blacklight Dinner Party. And, like, the song, name of the the song was We Are Golden. Yeah, that music video is awesome.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then, like, one of their other videos was Head Ron Jeremy in it. Oh, wow. You, didn't, you never saw that one?
0: No, I never saw that one. That's huh. the thing. It's like,
3: I always got the impression from them that they were kind of acting like they were big before they were big.
0: Yeah? Because
3: they were putting so much effort into, the, like, these music videos and stuff. And then, like... The album didn't come out for like two years later. It's like you maybe put the, like was it the cart before the, cart the horse? The cart before the horse, yeah. <laughs> it, that's really what it felt like they were doing. Like, so yeah, that was the thing I put out, and then it got like fucking a hundred views on Newgrounds. Well, not not that little, but well, it's it, Newgrounds it, now. It, it, yeah, it's modern Newgrounds. So they were like. Super Alex are getting, like, 20,000 views was a disappointment. This got, like, 500 views. I'm like, oh. Huh. Oh,
0: this is where we're at now. But it didn't get
3: front page. But then I'm looking at front page and, like, stuff on there has, like, 2,000 views. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> what the fuck? you got to make a Mario parody. Then you get the views. There you go.
0: <laughs> no, their they're, they're, their policy says you can't use Mario yeah. spray.
3: <laughs> and then there's a fucking Mario thing on the front page. Like, fuck you. Really? And so, so maybe someday I'll finish Bullet Phase. Now that I have these other two projects out of the backlog, yeah. Yay. It was the first
1: one—the um, setting up the Tumblr and whatnot.
3: Well, we are golden and Polyclicker okay. Oh, yeah, Polyclicker.
1: Poly <laughs> cool.
3: Yeah, that's okay. the other thing. We're like, this I is started... just a
0: this is just a really clever way for you to say that I held up Bullet Phase, isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, Polyclicker was the Pilot cleanser, like. Get motivated about making something again. Like that was yeah. extremely good for me to just yeah. make that game and have a lot of fun, like animating all those dumb enemies.
1: Mm-hmm. That's kind That's of what cool. I hoped that my and a nice hummingbird game would be, and then it eh. no <laughs> I like it, but I, I like it, but it didn't really like make me get up and be like, "All right, now I'm ready to do finish the giant game." Yeah,
3: yeah. The poly clicker was funny because I started at end of July and like I did the number part. And then took, like, a month off to do my big side update. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to PolyClicker and, like, did the last, like, 80 enemies. Oh, wow. (laughs) Because I really underestimated how long 100 was going (laughs) to take. Because it just starts off, like, I've got text files. It's just, like, Metroid, Saga, Chrono Trigger. Like, just, like, random Metal Gear, just random ideas. And then actually going in there and being like, oh, shit, like... I need transparent ping versions of everything. This is... Oh, this is
2: no. Oof.
3: Because then it's like, what am I going to do for the Fantasy Star bosses? And then I'm like, actually found good versions of them without a background. Mm-hmm. And that's like, well, what do I do for the background now? Oh, I grabbed something from Fantasy Star 4.
0: Right.
3: But just like, yeah.
1: The nitty gritty execution was yeah, more just, complicated than you expected.
3: Yeah. And just it kind of getting a, bigger and bigger in scope is like... Now instead of a new background every five levels, like sometimes there's a new background every
1: level. I'm really impressed by your ability to start really large scale projects and see them through to completion. That you've done that over and over so and I, over again. Flash and blows is my really mind.
3: good. at Small stuff like this, though, mm-hmm. or like just the way movie clips work to create all those animations. Like, yeah, oh, it's really fucking efficient at that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that,
0: that's one thing that. Flash has on Game Maker is that yeah. putting together animations and stuff is real easy.
3: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what made Hunters work as well, like all the bosses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was really weird because yeah, I was opening a ton of Flash files to get the artwork from, and then I'm like going into Hunters and like pulling out Draco and Alcor and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and then like <laughs> removing like all but ten frames just to have them do a quick attack. <laughs> It was weird. God, I... Like, yeah, I hope... Like, I, I
1: was considering Polyclicker as a pretty large-scale project. I'm really impressed with the yeah. scale of it.
3: It de- it definitely got... Well, technically, it's, like, my biggest game in terms of file size because I did <laughs> so much shit in there.
0: Yeah. All of these graphical music assets. It's,
3: Come like, on. 30... Me- it was, like, 20 megs with without music. And then it Jeez. shot up to 50. So thank God I'm on a newer computer than I made Hunters with because it was going to run out of RAM. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, like it took a- it took me like ten minutes to load on my browser. Oh, sorry. No, I think that was I think that might have just been because I was running the pre-release version or something. But uh, that was, no, it probably just takes a long time to load. But like Yeah, have download track- option, so I feel like people can yeah. use that if it's taking too but long. But it's just
3: weird because this is so much bigger than anything. Like Hunter Six is like twenty megs. Jeez. But then, like, on Flash MX, there's a button you can click to, like, compress movie, which wouldn't have done much on this because it's not using vector graphics. But when I click that and press publish, like, ten minutes later, it just says out of memory and c- closed. Yep. So I couldn't actually do that anyways. Ooh. So that's more of what I've been doing. I, I did play some video games. Oh, you I did? did? I played Saints Row the Third, or most of it. That uh, game's pretty good. Yeah, so somehow Saints Row 4 went on sale, so I bought that, Mm -hmm. and then I said, well, if I'm going to play Saints Row 4 again, I should play Saints Row 3 again, and started on that. (laughs) Yeah, that game's pretty
0: good. Yeah, that's, just the sheer absurdity and stupidity of that game. Just the way the physics work, and
3: when you drive around that town and just bowl people over like hit a car and it just perfectly like flies on your hood and over the back it just it doesn't get hold to me
0: i love the, the the special animations for taking people out of cars, oh like yeah, just drop kicking them out of the car and you just drive off with it, yeah,
3: you like jump in through the window and kick them out the other side like.
0: yeah
3: it's perfect. It's just, yeah, it's kind of the open-world crime game that removes so much of the bullshit, just, like, kind of the slow clunkiness of GTA. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Where, like, there's, like, an upgrade to give every car you drive Nitro. Yeah.
1: I think I remember, uh, yeah, I played a little bit of that, and I remember it feeling just really snappy in comparison to all the other kind of sandbox games I'd played. Fast. Cool.
0: stuff. I think that the driving in Saints Row the 3rd feels as good as Sleeping Dogs driving, which I enjoyed just as much.
1: Cool. A lot of people really like how that game felt. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: I I really like both of those. Yeah. Not GTA, but the
3: difference is that in Saints Row, you can hit a car, like, head-on, and it'll just go over you. Yeah. And you'll keep going and be fine. And just, God, that game's so madness
0: yeah like especially like when you get to the major story missions (laughs) yeah so that's that's the thing is like i forgot how fucking crazy it gets
3: (laughs) with the military shit where there's like missions where they're just sending like 10 tanks and vtols after you yeah and you're just sitting there with the laser cannon shooting them
0: yeah you're just like fucking whatever yeah
3: and that the sex stuff in that game feels like just kind of weird in comparison to that yeah where it's just like so many jokes like there's a mission where like you rescue hoes from kates crates yeah and then then at the end there's an option to give them back and it's like man you were just property huh
0: well there's like like, a mission early on where you allow yourself to get drugged in order to be sold (laughs) yeah so just like
3: the tone of that game really is kind of all over the place, and I think Saints Row Four did a much better job of that, as I remember.
0: Sure. I actually need to play through. And yeah, yeah, Saints you should Row actually 4. play that game. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, because it's f- funny. Four is insanity. Yeah, what? that's why I
3: had to play three first, because four just escalates so much more. Yeah, that
1: going back to three. Yeah, is challenging. It's not as challenging
3: because I played four like in two days over a free weekend. So it's just like this fucking blur to me.
0: Yeah, like I'd be surprised if you really remembered too much about I took, it. I
3: took a lot of screenshots and I was looking through them, being like, "Oh yeah, this is like a Matrix the video game." Because <laughs> half that game is like in outer space, and, it's and really then like when weird. you go
0: back to the re- like when you go back to the real world, it's like really flat and dull.
3: You have regenerating health in the real world, but not the cyber world. <laughs> it's fucking stupid because <laughs> you know. <laughs> The real world, regenerating
2: health.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah, Saints Row 3 is weird, because it's like, some of it has, like, the weird sex stuff, and, like, there's a... Oh, God. One of the missions is just called, like, Snatch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So there's that stuff, and, like, beating people with, like, a purple dildo, haha. And, like, one of the main characters is a pimp. Yeah. He's pretty funny, though. He talks with Auto-Tune. He talks with Auto-Tune. <laughs> <laughs> so it's,
0: it's the like greatest the, thing.
3: There's all that stuff that kind of feels left over from Saints Row 2, and yeah. then there's fighting luchadors with a chainsaw, and then there's, like, going into, like, Cyber Matrix and turning into a cyber dragon and getting into a fight with that and having the game turn into a text adventure, and then, like, all the military stuff. Where There's a part in the middle where you, like, get in a tank in a plane, drop out of the plane, and shoot a bunch of tanks on the way down, <laughs> and then just land and get out like you're fine. But then there's zombies everywhere.
0: Like, it's so fucking crazy. It's it's one of the stupidest, most... It's, it's one of the finest examples of stupid video game ever. But smart stupid. Like. Yeah, it's very smart. It's very clever. It know, It's very aware of what it's doing. Yeah. Campster did a so, video on that, right?
3: Um, he did a kinda... video on 4 specifically, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think 4, I mean... Fans of that series are weird, because, like, you can't be a fan of that entire series. Like, people are really kind of stalwart on 2. Yeah. And basically not considering 4 as part of the same series. (laughs) Where I'm like, 4 is the best one, and 3 is pretty good, too. And fuck the first 2. I like Saints Row 2. I think it is is alright. I You know, that's the one where it's like, this is too hard to go back to, plus the PC is fucking garbage.
0: Yeah, I had played Saints Row 2 way before Saints Row the 3rd was a thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I can too... see playing
0: it first, like you'd be like, Whoa,
3: this is cool and kinda crazy, like GTA. Yeah. But like all the gang stuff is eh. So that's a cool game, but I didn't finish it yet because I got distracted by another Uh oh. <laughs> veg out <gasps> and don't turn off your brain game. Uh oh. That is Uh oh Fantasy Star Online too.
0: Oh fuck. <laughs> Fucking no. <laughs> we Why were rooting you... for you. We Why were all you... rooting for you. What did you do? Why did you do that? Oh, my God.
3: Because they put Neptunia costumes in the game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God.
1: And it's not just Rhett. It's not just well, Rhett. See, it's many people. No, it's just me
3: and Chelsea.
2: I
1: okay, it is two people.
0: It's two, people. <laughs> I to. two addicts clinging to each other. <laughs> two addicts clinging to one another. We had this thing beat for two years! <laughs> right back on the fucking wagon. <laughs> I don't... Let's be honest. I don't know how
3: long it's going to last. Because it's like... It doesn't feel like much has changed for it being two years. Ouch. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah, there's new shit, but fucking, it, it's been two years. Like, there's like
1: 12 areas now, I think.
3: But it's like, it there's. Was...
1: Like, this should probably be like. This is probably going to wind up a being billion. like a third of the lifespan of this game. So,
0: there should be like 20 areas by now. Yeah.
3: I've heard that, like, the last year they've really focused on just making dumb emergency missions. And I, so it's like I log on, I do each of those once. I go, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and that that shit, that, that game's fucking. That game's like Saints Row
0: Three. <laughs> it's really fucking stupid. <laughs> well, good lord! Like when there were like when we played originally, there were like two emergency missions. Oh god, that was so terrible. Now there's like ten. Wow, so they, there's more of them. But
3: like the new one is like the new world, the new planet is like japan basically like that's the easiest way so new days yeah but like even the enemies themselves are like there's like an enemy that's like a ghoul hopping on one foot oh god when he he jump kicks you it makes the like the wood block sound
2: wow
0: (laughs) why would they do that
3: and then like another enemy is like just like the big tyrant i don't know big guy with like a wooden yeah um, thing he swings around and like So it's really Japanese-themed. And, like, the emergency mission is, like, this huge guy with, like, 12 faces and 12 arms just walking through the city. And then... So you have to stop him there, and then it does the Dark Fowls thing where you fight a second form. Oh. Where where you all get into mechs. What? And fight him with giant mechs. (laughs) Okay. Because this comes from... (laughs) There's another mission where, like, a tower defense thing on the desert planet... We you have to defend these four towers for half an hour. Oh, and, good. And, like, you can spend points to install turrets and shit. And it gets really crazy by the end, obviously, because, you know, that game. If there's one good thing that game is good at, it's, like, boatloads Escalation. of enemies. Yeah.
0: Like, photon burst or whatever. Oh, uh, Yeah. P-burst. So,
3: the thing they introduced there was, for, like, however many points, you can summon a mech that does, like, fucking insane amounts of damage and, like, just walking up to like bosses and you're the same size as them now and just hitting them with the fucking sword and doing like 20,000 damage per hit.
0: That's really stupid.
3: It's really stupid. So then the emer- the new emergency mission is just you have a mech the whole time now. Wow. So it's just like 12 people just hopping around on mechs. So like your gear doesn't even matter anymore, I think. That just is nuts. wailing on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Gundam the video game now.
0: It's like, that game, like, if there's one thing that I did like that PSO 2 could do, it's that it could do, like, lots of stuff happening at once. Yeah. They had to be able to, in order to, you know, accommodate you know, like, those those 12-person. Like yeah, the 12-person free party kind of system that they had mm-hmm. going. Yeah.
3: I think they just kind of focus on that way too much, like, there's not much to do for four people. Yeah. Like, you're trying to be efficient. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, trying to remember, like, there's a new Falls boss fight that is fucking ridiculously hard. Mm. Like, seeing just people just get wiped out, like he shoots a laser, like everybody's dead.
0: Oh, get good.
1: Him. I still want to. At some point, I feel like I got. I, I had a lot of fun with PSO when we you got that server set up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there were oh, a good bit of, bunch of people playing for a little while. So, like, if there's a point where. People where like three or four other people feel like picking up PSO for a month and maybe we, uh, we could just make kind of a thing of it just at some point I feel like that would be a really good environment for me to kind of experience more of that game
0: I'll but, put the server up for you if you want
1: to do it No, nah, because the, the, you the you original the first one. game right yeah oh yeah
3: like, <laughs> I cannot imagine jumping into the second game now
1: yeah no I'm because i um, yeah, because I—that's thats a really kind of important experience for you too, and yeah, I'd be interested in checking out more of it at some point. Cool. Yeah, PSO
3: two is fucking crazy. Yeah, like, it, like, apparently they just said still thinking about bringing it into English. Yeah, bullshit. That, that was on Andrew's Twitter. I'm like, no, I There's, don't. Do this no. So yeah, it's like it's really cool seeing all the new stuff, but it's like. If this is all you did in two years, like, I'll see it again in another two years. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. but, what, was, what about it was, um, was the stuff that kind of made it disappointing in comparison to the first game? I remember it's, that was a pretty common thread when it came out.
3: It's just PSO in general is just a repetitive game.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like,
3: there's never been the a real hook to keep you going besides making your numbers bigger.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and original so like, P-
0: an original PSO just kind of made that feel better for some reason. But original PSO was like the first, like yeah. Besides Diablo two, like there was
3: nothing else really like it.
0: Yeah, especially mm-hmm.
3: but, on consoles. And on consoles as well, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it was really you played that game for a few months, and you were like, okay, like I've seen everything like a billion times over, and then they made an expansion, and that's cool. But you like that, that was a game. Bunch. That was a game you played for a few months at most.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So, I just can't. These people who have been playing PSO2 for, like, three years now, like, what are you doing?
2: It's like,
0: how are you doing it? You know, like, I know that I quit PSO2 just because it stopped being challenging and, like, the economy was going to utter shit. The economy is actually remarkably stable, it seems, compared to the very beginning. God, I remember it just, like, I remember it was just, like, when I left, it was bloody god-awful to try and get or sell anything. Well, yeah, selling shit has always been a pain because you have to be premium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
2: think.
0: But I so was. Kind of... Like, like my entire time when, oh, that's right. uh, when uh, that game went live, like, I was just, like, I was on the AC bandwagon and I had, like, 7,500 AC bank. <laughs> and it's probably gone now. Because I I, if I'm not mistaken, they wiped all the AC um, a while back. Wow, fuck. Uh, if you hadn't Woo. signed in for a while, it's like oh no, you just forfeit all your AC even though you paid $75 for it.
2: That that sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. That was like ba- that was one of the m- main determining factors in me like not installing again despite the mm-hmm. fact that I just didn't think that it would be interesting or fun. Yeah. Uh but it was just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, they I remember now, they wiped all of my AC as well. <laughs> so fuck you. Jeez. <laughs> I just,
3: I just wish they would have like the classic PSO. Like, here's four levels to do in a row. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they still don't have that. Yeah, and it's just reason. like,
0: and I think that that's something that kind of really makes PSO too really boring. Is that everything is just like these singular missions mm-hmm. that you grind on? And it's like, there's, oh boy, yeah. There's no flow. Yeah. Like, there's no just starting forest and going to ruins. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Which is weird because like they finished kind of each arc for their planet but there's like no connecting tissue to that like there's no doing like on the first planet like forest then tundra then ruins weird it's weird god that yeah so I probably will go through story mode because I'm a dumbass you are (laughs) I finished up one last (laughs) night so I'm not too far behind Uh, I guess guess that's
1: about it Cool. alright well PSO2 yep
0: I'm very Speak- disappointed
1: in you. There's one more thing you played, though, There was right? one
3: thing that distracted me from PSO2. What was that? That was Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows.
0: Man, I had a pretty violent first reaction to this thing. <laughs> Can
3: I Cop- go, I co- go copyright, for it?
1: Copyright poly, poly first reactions. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you want to know what I think of this? What do you think of this? I think this is the best DLC I've ever played. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree. I
0: really, really, <laughs> really... I
1: haven't heard really, say anything else besides that first reaction. really li- like it.
0: <laughs> this DLC is really freaking amazing, yeah.
3: Like, whenever you get, like, an alternate playable character in a game, it always just feels so half-assed, like, they control extremely similar to the main character, and, like, maybe here's a few levels for them that are just kind of bit similar like kind of like like the characters in metal gear rising like yeah like exactly like Raiden and stuff like that yeah like this is a dlc where you're going through the same world with a different character but it feels just so completely different because he's so different in, like, every possible aspect. Every,
0: every conceivable way from his methods of attack to um, his, his mobility options. It's just yeah. like, wow, this is a totally different game now. Yeah. the it's only like, It's like playing Hardcore uh, Uprising with Sayuri. Yeah. yeah.
3: See, I never played as her, so I don't oh, know.
0: Oh, she's so good.
3: Like, my comparison would be, like, when you play Bunny Must Die and you unlock the second character and that kind of feels like this. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's the only game I can think of where, like, two characters playing, like, this dissimilarly in the same world. And it's really cool. And just how, like, they made it kind of work. The story. Like, there's way more story than I expected. Oh, definitely. Again, like, this could have been a thing where it's just, like, you're playing as Plague Knight now and we've ripped the story out. And instead, like, there's more story than the actual Shovel Knight game. (laughs) That's
2: fully
0: what I expected to happen, too. I fully expected it to just be, like, all of the the, the Shovel Knight-centric scenes were just taken out, and then that's it. No, they went and they wrote entire new scenes, like, for this, and wow.
3: And then they twisted what was already there, like, not to spoil too much, but, like, you go to the Tropa King Lake, and it's just empty. Yeah. And, like, how that plays out is wonderful yes but like you know how giant bomb had like their moment of the year award a while ago Mm -hmm. and i think it was like in frog fractions when you press down yeah under the lake for me that moment was when you go to the first town and he doesn't let you in and you press left (laughs) and all of a sudden there's a new screen back there yes that's like,
0: what that's, are you doing?
3: It's such a good moment because that's when you realize that, like how much they're willing to change in this, like the extent of like the story stuff and like making new areas for Plague Knight. Like it's just all kind of summed up in that one moment of like, wait, what? <laughs> and like that whole sequence of getting into your base is that's amazing. really
0: cool. Yeah.
3: And, yeah, like, his magic system is different from Shovel Knight's where, like, he has all cool new abilities that I didn't think were going to be in there. Because he's also got, like, this bomb crafting system, which is gets kind of nuts by the end when you really start to think about what combinations you can make mm-hmm. with stuff like sentry bombs that home in on enemies and, like, the different explosions.
0: So, basically, the idea is you get a case, a fuse, um, and an impact type. Or, or, or a case, a fuse, and uh, the second one. The, 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 the pow- powder type. Powder, right. Yeah. And um, you c- there's like five or six of each of those by yeah, the time you're done collecting. six each, I think. Yeah, so you can start crafting some really crazy combinations by the end that do some really weird things. It's enough to remind you, like, oh, hey, this is kind of like Isaac in a way where you start stacking things in really cool ways.
3: I really like like uh, the powder that's the purple kind of stacking wand. Because mm-hmm. when you throw three times, it just explodes huge. Yeah,
0: it's like that a big one's... cross pattern. Yeah.
3: That one's really useful. I found the uh... there's one where it's like you only get one shot, but it explodes into like four
0: pillars. Yeah. And if you hit a boss with that,
3: does a lot of damage. Yeah,
0: that thing seems, like, just ripe for them to start nerfing at some point, because, yeah, that thing <laughs> does crazy damage. Yeah. I beat the, the shit out of Black Knight with that thing. Uh, the second Black Knight? Yeah. Fuck the third one,
3: holy shit. The bosses get really hard by the end. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
1: That's, does it do another boss rush at some yes, point? Yes, it does. It gives, you a
3: tur- <laughs> it gives you a turkey every round. It's not that bad. I beat it on my first try. Cool. But... I, think I remember Propeller, that being my hardest moment in the first Shovel Knight. Yeah, I'm kind of not wanting to do New Game Plus on this because apparently they take the turkeys out entirely for, <laughs> for Boss Rush.
0: Ooh, that would be... that. That's a little dicey because you, you don't have the kind of healing options that Shovel Knight had. I mean, you do have a healing
3: option, but like... But it's... It, having it, that then cripples your other magic. yeah. Because, like, I found that Uppercut one really useful on some bosses. Yeah. To just, if they get close to me, I'm just like, nope, invincible.
2: Yeah.
3: But, yeah, uh, the third Black Knight fight is pretty fucking crazy, as well as Propeller Knight.
0: Oh, God, Propeller Knight stage. Woo! I did that one earlier today. <laughs> did you, I, did, oh. did you be- get past Propeller Knight? Yeah. Okay, in. I'm, I'm in the... Uh, I'm oh, in that's the, right. You told me. Yeah, I just, I beat Black Knight uh, three... Uh,
3: earlier it's funny though because i'm going back through every level trying to get all the coins and i got to propeller knight and he like beat me like 10 times again i'm like fuck this guy yeah that fight is so damn hard yeah yeah i think the one thing i would maybe take away from the dlc is the bosses don't feel particularly great with plague knight
0: yeah, they, they they weren't really tuned at all. They weren't tuned at all, is yeah, the they they're they're basically the same exact patterns, but you've just got to find a way around them using uh, Plague yeah. Knight's skill set, which, in the beginning, it's just, it's really hard to get used to him because he controls so differently. His jump, he's got a double jump, he's got a charge jump that you can use. Yeah. Uh, he's got a lot of mobility options that are really a lot to take in, uh, and also when he gets hit, he flies back by like fourteen hundred screens. His he's got knockback worse than Ryu yeah. or, uh, or 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 any Belmont ever had. Um, yeah, and it, it's, okay. it 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 can be fru- it was frustrating at first. Like I just was not having a good time. I think if you're charging and you get hit like that, you can. If you're going to fall into a pit, you can try
3: to jump and save yourself out of it. But yeah, I was like one or two levels in and I'm like, he is getting hit way farther back, isn't he? I don't remember Shovel Knight throwing, getting thrown like this.
0: Yeah, it's, 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 it's a bit to get used to the thing. I guess the thing that I would say that I would offer advice to is don't go in trying to play this game. Like you play Shovel Knight.
3: Yeah. A lot of it like you can avoid enemies and stuff and just jump over them like he can really trivialize certain areas.
0: Yeah, you can get um an upgraded bur- uh, an upgraded burst pretty early on that lets you float down from having bursted. Um and that's like I I've, I've been using that one for most of the game just because it allows you to have a lot more control on your landings. So can you like continue to burst out of that? No. Over and over.
3: Oh,
2: no, you
0: can't. Oh. No. Mm-hmm. No. You can you can only I think that if you're charging it while you're coming down from the burst, you might get the burst immediately once you hit the ground again, so it might buffer that burst, but I'm hmm. not entirely sure.
3: Yeah, because there's, like, one move that I'm not very good at that... You don't have to do it a lot, but, like, you can get two bursts in the air without that by doing, like, jump, burst, throw, and begin charging again, then do use your double jump, then burst again.
0: Yeah, that is a lot of inputs.
3: <laughs> but, like boy, I can't wait to see the speedruns on this
0: game. Oh, the speedruns are going to be freaking sick.
3: Because I remember, like, I didn't think Shovel Knight was going to be that good for speedrunning, and then I saw the AGDQ stuff, and I'm like,
0: damn, like, they're doing, like,
3: frame-perfect hits and stuff. Yeah, it's (laughs) really crazy with with Plague Knight just having this crazy mobility, like, they're going to fly through levels. Yeah. The one, another thing that kind of bugs me, it's not really a bug, but it's disappointing, it's like their solution to a lot of his level design was to just kind of remove the stage gimmick that Shovel Knight had to deal with. Yeah, Uh
0: yeah. You notice that as early as uh, Specter Knight, I think, uh, where they kind of like the the little green hoppy things. Yeah, they just do nothing. Yeah.
3: But then I think it's Mole Knight where, like, the green thing that freezes the lava, you still do get to use that. Yeah, yeah. Or you can, if you have the vat, you can just jump over all that, and it's yeah. really cool.
0: Yeah, the vat is really cool. It lets you create a platform that looks like one of the vats in the Explodatorium. Well, he actually uses those in
3: in the original game. Yeah, like Knight used those in the fight, and he used uh, the explosion that makes the little two green things. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. So they
3: they really kept him. So- Moving incredibly similar to how he actually was in the original game.
0: Did you see the bullshit achievement they've got for the Explodatorium? Oh, oh where you right, have no. to beat the where you have to beat the boss without destroying any of the gray blocks.
3: I like half. I tried that again. I got like halfway through, but it's like how the fuck? No, it's it's. I don't think it's that bad because it's like I think if you throw the hover one mm-hmm. while you're standing on the ground, it won't hit the ground itself. It'll arc down a little bit, then go up. Uh, so you can still hit him that way but then it's like you have to be using a powder that won't explode either
0: yeah Ugh, god that's crazy
3: but yeah that that fucking dlc
1: is just amazing and charming and the it's ending really is, really really cool because like I, it, I really really like shovel knight so i'll check this out it's it's free it, isn't it
3: yeah it's free That's the oh, most my amazing
2: god!
3: Part! oh my god it's like the best expansion ever and it's free and it has this, oh, oh God, you are, you are going to go
0: nuts over the story. I love the story. I, the I story love the story is so, so far. Good. Yeah. It's so I really cute. like
1: the story in the first double night too. I
0: got to a point like just before we started recording in the story, like at the end of the, uh, like right after the, the black Knight fight, the black Knight three fight, it was just like, Oh, touched my little heart. Yeah, It's, it's really good. It's, it's so good. Did you look at challenge mode at all? I looked at it and thought, wow, I don't like
3: anything <laughs> that's happening here. Oh. I did the first six of Shovel Knight and really liked it. And then I looked at the rest of the list and it's like, all oh, boss rush shit. And I'm yeah. just like, nope. Like, oh my god, they went way overkill on that. Like, the first boss fight one is like, beat King Knight with one heart of health in 30 seconds. Oh, come on. It's like, fucking What? Like, I really like that they made, like, kind of mini custom levels for the other challenges. Yeah. But then, like, so they got 10 of those and then 16 boss things, and I'm just like, nope. F that. Beat the final boss with, like, three hits in, like, a minute. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So then when you beat Plague Knight, you get more challenges for him Uh that I haven't looked at yet. I I like those. Like, I think some of the best stuff in Plague Knight is still the levels they made for him. Yeah. Like, those side ops and the side ops. Yeah, they're side ops. And, like, how every level has a new area built for him, kind of like uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Those are really cool, too, because they're so fucking hard. Oh, God, they are they are brutal. They really, they're so much harder than... So, like, when people are complaining that they didn't redesign the entire levels for him, it's like, oh, you're lucky they didn't, because they would have been ridiculous like spikes everywhere you must fly yeah (laughs) yeah that that game is great
0: yeah yeah like i i I had trouble warming up to it at first but i'm pretty on board with uh, plague of shadows now it's it's gotten my attention
3: i really didn't know what to expect and i will maybe hint a little bit game of the year is coming up (laughs) and Right now, if I think of satisfying single-player campaigns, number one with a bullet, Plague of Shadows. I don't
0: know. You played played a hell of a lot of
3: Bloodborne. I mean, that's a contender as well, but you haven't beaten Plague Knight yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright. The
3: ending!
2: It's so good!
0: I'm eager. Depending on when we're finished here, I might uh, stay up and do the last couple stages. pretty
1: <laughs> itchy, though. all right well the next person to talk about the games that they've been playing is me oh boy I
2: oh know, don't right?
1: Right? he played some good so, games this week oh he did so yeah when we last when we last left our hero i had like been playing <laughs> saga frontier oh no oh pokemon crystal uh, <laughs> uh. what did i do to deserve this and um, so I wanted to talk more about those. Um, that was Saturday when we got that, and then I woke up on Sunday and I was really sad. And then we were sad. I was sad until like three o'clock, and then Anna was like, "Hey John, do you want to go buy a Wii U?" And I was like, "That is a fantastic idea." And then we went and we bought a Wii U box set of um, with Super Mario 3D World along with Super Mario Maker.
0: Oh my God! Oh, oh yeah! I am so envious of you right now. It
1: felt really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, who who knew? Who says <laughs> I money know. can't buy happiness?
1: Money <laughs> can definitely buy happiness because, like, I, I've never like made like a big purchase like that just for my own enjoyment. And mm-hmm. we got a bunch of extra scholarship money this semester. And, we're, and we were like, oh, wait, we can actually do this. We can go and make this purchase for our enjoyment. And we did. And then this the whole first week with the Wii U, we didn't touch Mario 3D World. And that also came with Nintendo Land. Mm-hmm. We just played Super Mario Maker. And wow. it was amazing.
0: That yeah, everything it's I'm hearing so about. Good. Everything I'm hearing Ooh. about Mario Maker is just like,
1: I need my Wii U now it's uh, so magical because the, the thing was that i was going to wait and ask for it for my birthday you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: and on on like in the middle of october and they we're like well we don't have to ask other like my parents to buy me this now we're adults we can do do this and it was sort of a really cool moment your responsible I, adult moment i know <laughs> making a or four hundred dollar purchase on a whim that's <laughs> uh, nintendo video games it's yeah. worth
0: it, worth look, it. Think, yeah.
1: think, look, like it's already paid for itself in enjoyment absolutely and i just we plugged we made a big ritual out of it like we kind of cleaned the living room and then carefully unboxed <laughs> it um and walked the dog first so that he wouldn't be buggus at all and like made tea and drinks and Snacks, and then pulled it out, and went through all the different system setups and system options. This yeah. is how this is how I am when I get a new piece yeah. of hardware. and then we're like, "All right, let's load up Super Mario Maker." And then um, the title screen for Super Mario Maker came up, and instead of like going someone like Mario going Super Mario Galaxy or whatever, it's like a chorus of voices, and then Anna and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god because <laughs> it's like so usually it's one voice crying out the name of the game but now it's
2: everyone <laughs>
1: and we just
2: fucking dorks it was, it was an
1: emotional day um did
3: you did you play with the title screen like tap the letters
1: yeah oh yeah it's great it's very Every time we load it up, there's a new level. There's like a new little title screen level you get to play. Um, I don't know where that comes from. It's short. It almost feels maybe they generate it randomly or something, but it's really cool. Just that that's there, and then you can fiddle with the title screen and change it all. When you start with the maker, you can start with the title level just in the maker. Um, Okay, so there's like several aspects to the Mario Maker experience. There's all the sample levels that come with it. You know. And these are all just, like, perfect little bite-sized chunks of what this engine can do. Uh Like, there's even, like, silly bad stuff. Like, they have an automatic level. They have levels that have the big stacks of enemies, little door maze levels, levels with just one little gimmick that they show you and then end. Um, And then just a whole bunch of really sharp, well-made levels in in this editor. And... We played a good chunk of those and then moved on to all of the levels that people are making online. Mm. And um, naturally, they're mostly terrible, which is <laughs> fantastic about Super Mario Maker is that it's this just this beautiful well of creative energy that's just completely raw and Bad for the most part.
0: Well, I think it shows just how terrible oh, Nintendo is. It's a showcase then... that not everybody needs <laughs> to be a creator.
1: <laughs> I uh, love smelling some... my own balls. Wrote something about how people should just know when they can't make things or stop polluting the creative space or something.
0: I think that guy <laughs> know needs to go get his nuts inspected by a jackhammer. <laughs>
1: Essentially, but so I just was that every time, every time I played a really bad level after that, it was like, yes, I'm playing it. it. I'm playing it to spite this
0: evil (laughs) motherfucker who says people aren't allowed to be creative. Fuck off a bridge,
1: you piece of shit. Yes. So basically there's the easy mode and normal mode where they string together eight and 16 user created levels. Um, based on their completion percentages. Mm-hmm. And it works really well, because the easy levels are pretty easy, and the normal levels are can be a little more challenging. And the expert levels are just fucking nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten far into that one. Um, and you know what? This is the first time Anna's like really gotten into a Mario... has enjoyed a Mario game. That's really like, cool. Isn't cool. it? Because she... I started her up with Mario World, like, two weeks ago on a whim. Like, mm-hmm. she kind of asked. And then, like, she couldn't really beat the first level because turns out without like kind of knowledge of the Mario Canada up to that point a lot of stuff starting off in Mario World can feel kind of arbitrary and not make a lot of sense and it didn't click with her at all and uh, she really didn't like it and but then we started Super Mario Maker and it's just and we got to making levels right off the bat that night um, and she's making levels and taking all these elements that they dole out to you in a nice pace, um, and she ins- was inspecting all these different elements and seeing how they worked in a level and made levels. And first level was called Anna's Player Two, and it just spelled out "I love John" in blocks. <laughs> Aww. And, that, and she like built this really intricate level around those blocks. That's really I, cool. I was
3: then, really blown away. And then you get a super mushroom and destroy the blocks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's
0: Polly's version. No. <laughs> uh, she made a so. How many how many proposals right do earthy. you think? How many pr- p- oh, people god. are how
1: many people are going to propose with Mario Maker? Do you think? There needs to there's probably already been a few. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! There's so much weird stuff going on with Mario Maker. It's great. Um, my favorite thing with Mario Maker though is like if you load up normal mode or easy mode there will usually be, like, one or two really cool levels. Mm-hmm. And you'll star those levels, and then you can go into the creator's, like, uploads and see play their other levels, and then see what levels they like. And it's just threads out that way, where you can see all these cool creative voices just kind of cool being little, born.
0: A cool little web of your own, like, interests and creativity and, like, just basking in what other people are doing and things
1: like that. Also, you get to see what a Mario level by the lady who made Problematic looks like. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I told Anna that while playing the level, and she was like, yep! <laughs> it
2: just I all
1: spiny shells or something? No, no, it was just, you know, kind of haphazard and strange and leads you around in weird directions and just feels uncomfortable. It <laughs> had, the, like, the ghost house theme, so the music is really <laughs> eerie. They, They have... Obviously, they took a bunch of different elements from one from that were only in like one Mario game, mm-hmm. and then expanded them, and then like backwrote them. Like they, if there they are enemies that were only in Super Mario World, they went and put them back, it, drew them in the style of Mario Three sprites, and then drew them in the style of Mario One sprites. Yeah,
0: that's one of my, one of the most impressive things about
1: oh. that. Oh, that's so it's, cool! It's
0: really weird seeing
3: Mario One stuff spe- 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 bleh, spe- specifically. Yeah, because yeah.
1: they, they kind of differentiate from the Mario three stuff. Like they don't have the, the Yes, Blackwater. Mario one sprites don't look like Mario three sprites. Um, and they also made new songs. Mm-hmm. Like I think, um, I think it was code. Uh, was it no no no, but yeah, the they went back and made like an original um, NES tune in the style of Mario one for the airship. Yeah, and it's not just a remix of the airship theme. It's a new song. And they did the same thing for Mario World. They made an airship theme in Mario World. And they made a ghost house theme for Mario 1 and a ghost house theme for Mario 3. It's such cool shit. There's so much attention to detail in it. And the limitations of the editor are obviously there and felt, for, especially for someone like me. Mm-hmm.
2: But there's yeah. still
1: so much that's possible within its constraints that just it just blows my mind. That's I really great. like it. That's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you mentioned the Game of the Year stuff, and it's like Mario as a whole. Number one with a bullet. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: Bill.
0: (laughs) Number one with a bullet, Bill. Okay, I see.
3: (laughs) Did either of you see that giant bomb stream where they built a terrible level? Police
0: State? (laughs) Yeah. I don't think Patrick Klepek has beaten that level yet. (laughs) He still hasn't figured out the trick. Oh my that god, level? I need to
1: I need to watch Patrick Lubick stuff. I But it's really good. It, yeah, he's uh, doing
0: he's doing a Mario Maker uh thing every morning. Yeah, it's, they're pretty good. I don't know. Mm.
3: I watched one of them and it was like the second level he picked was like a super hard one. Oh, so yeah. Like the next 40 minutes were just him trying to beat it. I'm like just this just is you got to know
0: like when a level but when a bad level is a bad level. And a
1: and a if it if it doesn't like immediately set off her alarms and she'll tr- give it like three tries and then be like, "Eh, yeah. I don't have to put up with this shit." There you skip, go. Skip, skip, there's skip. an infinite well of Mario
0: out there now.
1: Yeah. Oh god. Just forever. <laughs> yeah. Just The for- thing
3: <laughs> The thing I wanted to mention about that Johnny bomb stream though was though even bad levels can kind of turn good in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> because just like there's a way Mario stuff is kind of kinetic and connects to itself where they designed this level by, like, taking viewer suggestions and just kind of compart... Like, each screen was one suggestion. But then once they played the full level, like, even stuff would interact in interesting ways that they hadn't expected.
0: Like the Bowser sort of ending up chasing them?
3: Yeah, so, like, the main thing is that they built a really flat level without a lot of verticality. And Uh they had a Bowser at the very start of the level. And what they realized when they were playing it is that that Bowser would chase him the entire rest of the way. <laughs> My god! So then, like, it even, like, they had accidentally designed a jumping part with, like, uh, the note blocks, and he was making it past that. Yeah. <laughs> Until eventually, he would always die on this bridge they made out of, like, the spinny blocks and P-switches, so <laughs> Bowser would jump on the P-switch and kill himself on the bridge. <laughs> but, like, that was god. totally not what they intended the way that he would follow them through the entire level. <laughs> and then there was another part where the, like they put a Lakitu at the start who shot out Hammer Brothers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and how... as the most dickhead
3: Lakitu oh, ever. So, they wanted to put a saw blade on him. Yeah. <laughs> but just how, like, every area after that got way harder than intended because it was fucking raining <laughs> Hammer Brothers. <sighs> Oh my god. It's a little ridiculous how evil you could actually be in that game because you have shit like invisible blocks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you can make a level that really no one can really beat because you can uh, just hide like have a lineup of 400 blocks. One of them has a mushroom uh, and you need to get the mushroom in order to break a block and get to the exit. Is the thing that came into my mind. I'm just thinking like
3: put a vine in an in an invisible block, mm-hmm. and just put it in a totally random spot, and then make the rest of the level look possible but be impossible. Like yeah.
1: you could be really... <laughs> just a pit that's one block too far.
3: That's what I, I saw. Some guy trying to do like this Sonic level, and everyone was screaming that it wasn't possible because like he would just keep missing this one jump right at the end. Like you could see the flagpole. I'm like, is this a troll level? <laughs> and then the giant bomb one, they put two pipes at the end. <laughs> and one of them jumps you back at the start and one of them brings you to the end and then like they made a door that just drops you in a room with spikes but it also has a bunch of stars
1: (laughs) (laughs) so you can't die (laughs) until you've collected like every star
3: they could have just made a star dispenser I don't think they went that far but yeah Um, you could just you could trap people super easily yeah
1: that's so funny, but then they build around that with like the start over option in the menu. Yeah, yeah. Also, the fact that you like, can skip, skip levels at will. Yeah. So, That's... for no penalty. I wish it had checkpoints. That seems like a thing
3: it should have had. Yeah, because people people want to build the biggest thing possible, and especially when the way the level sorting works online, where people are only if like it comes up on a random thing, they're playing your one level. Yeah, like you want to make the biggest, most impressive level possible, and mm-hmm. those can be way too much for one
1: life, though. Yeah, but if, like God, if it constrains people from making the biggest, most impressive level, then that's probably. Good. But people
3: are going to want to do that. Is the thing? Yeah. Can you but... make? Can you make
1: slopes? No, there's oh, no slopes. A, that's oh, that's a bummer. I was going to cite that as probably the thing I felt the most. Because they were all the way back in Mario three, right? Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was yeah. the big thing. That was the big thing in Mario three. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can pick up shells in Mario three. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they don't have slopes, and that's probably that is limiting. Also, you can only have four pairs of doors in one I in mean, one um, sc- screen, but that's pro- in one level. But that's probably. Only only matters for a select few situations. Yeah, that I bumped into twice already. Been like, oh yeah. shit, I have to rethink this because I'm trying to pick a vertical level.
2: Was uh, when I yeah.
1: when I fell away, but it the verticality is also harshly limited. So yeah. I was trying to like create the illusion of a really vertical level using pipes. Yeah. and I was really trying to fuck with it. And then at the end, I tweeted, um, "Mario Maker tip: Don't try too hard to be clever." Also, general life tip. (laughs) Um, I think somebody responded like, coincidence. Mario is life. So uh, this this is basically just a tool for thousands and thousands and thousands of of people, a lot of them kids, to get... The the hundreds of Wii U owners. Yeah. (laughs) I, I would have said hundreds of thousands, but this isn't on the 3DS. Uh, uh It should have. I kind of think it yes, should have been. It, it, oh yes, it definitely should have been. Those are like, that's probably the biggest failure of Mario Maker is that it's on the Wii U, which is you know sad yeah. to say. um I bet. But then, I and then
3: slopes. NX will get a version. Whatever ends yeah. up being,
1: they can't uh, leave this with just a Wii U exclusive. No, like they have to carry this forward. Yeah. Well, I hope they carry Mario Maker forward into new versions. I hope they make makers for other games, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I just don't, I know. don't know how they do that for others as well, but... I mean, I would trust them to figure
3: it out, but, like, there's just a joy in the play of Mario that doesn't really work with other games. Like, if you're going to do, like, Zelda Maker, you're playing, like, yeah. a 20-minute level or something.
1: Yeah, and hey, how does that even work with... Um... The Zelda format because you really only have two 2D um, formats that translate instantly to each other. Like you have Zelda uh, 1 and then Things of the Past, and then I don't know, Minish Cap or Link's Awakening. Yeah. You probably aren't going to have like that.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Like building a good level would require so much more kind of finesse in the tools.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And again, like. The only thing that makes as much sense as Mario Maker, or that makes almost as much sense as probably Mega Man Maker. Oh Kirby,
0: god Kirby Maker Should Or think... Kirby Maker Kirby no. Maker makes... Kirby doesn't have physics though He just <laughs> You
1: could just You'd float over Every, every level <laughs> They make They managed to make Pretty interesting Kirby levels I'm Sure that sure people could manage It would that, be Kind of cool That's the kind it. of thing I could see them making That's the kind of thing I could see Kirby doing Doing too Because Kirby is just Like their Whatever the fuck series Yeah
3: what if they just made the Kirby Amiibo play like Kirby in this, and you could suck <laughs> up enemies and fly over levels? Oh my god! Could you imagine if the Sonic Amiibo was just Sonic Physics?
1: <laughs> god, there's so many, there's so many cool things. And oh, and you, when you beat every time you beat Easy Mode and normal Mode, you unlock an, one of the Amiibos for your own use. That's yeah, so really cool. It is really cool. It's weird
0: that you don't need the freaking amiibos to actually th- unlock the costumes.
1: Yeah. Well, the only one that you do need, there's exactly one that you do need the amiibo, and I think oh. that's the Mega Mushroom. Yeah. Uh, which you need the amiibo that came with a bundle for the big pixelated Mario. Yeah. We actually wanted to get the bundle, but then we got to the store and they didn't <laughs> have it, and I was really like, <laughs> my day was not going to go well if I didn't get a Wii U. <laughs> all that build up. And then they had the Mario 3D World bundle and I was like, No, we could just get this and Mario Maker. <laughs> yeah. And we'd looked online for bundles earlier and they had the new Super Mario Brothers bundle and I was like, eh I don't really like those games that much, Anna. And then uh. and then we got to the store and I went, We could just get this, and there was like ten minutes where she was like, Oh, I don't know. Because she thought I was, it was the same thing I was talking about earlier. Where I was like, oh. "Ah, fuck that!" But then I finally clarified. Is like, no, this is like the game I want second most after Mario Maker.
2: <gasps>
1: so, and then she was like, "Oh, okay." Um, any other th- thoughts on Mario Maker? Just as being this glorious yeah. ed- education in the formal language of video games for thousands of people.
3: <laughs> uh, I have two thoughts, kind of okay. disconnected. Uh, another thing that looks kind of bad about this game is people making mar- levels in the new style, where mm-hmm. you get you get wall jumps mm-hmm. and <laughs> making levels where they think it's Super Meat Boy. Yeah, <laughs> they they have <laughs> wall jumps and they
0: see saws and it's like, oh look, I can make Super Meat Boy. But you can't because mm. the physics
3: are no, not it doesn't Meat Boy work. physics.
1: Mm-hmm. That's um, I think one of the levels they include there's four levels at the end that are like once you've beaten all the other sample levels that are like oh these are the Nintendo championship levels and they're just like really, really hard. Um and one of them has kind of a meat, meat Boy section. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of sucked
3: in the championship when Cosmo just couldn't do those wall jumps. Yeah. But yeah, those uh. first The existence of that style is just a weird like oh uh, like Mario One, Mario Three, Mario World and then the new
2: uh, games that people are kinda eh on. Yeah.
1: Well they've made a f- little ton of money.
0: <laughs> I like the first one.
1: Yeah. I played the second one probably the most because we did the two player thing even though it's bad.
0: Yeah. It's pretty bad.
1: <laughs> oh.
3: The Wii one. Not yeah.
1: not. No, two. not to the and you that came out the same year. Fucking two. How are you, how do you even differentiate that? <laughs> Like, ugh. Like, it probably would be okay if there was just the new one. But if the fact yeah. that the 3DS one came out too, it was like, nope, shutting down on this forever. Yeah. And also, they can't make any more New Super Mario Brothers games now, can they? <laughs> I don't think they can with Mario I, Maker in existence.
3: I mean, there's so much in those games that's not in this editor that, sure, they could. Yeah. They could,
1: but they know, shouldn't. Those games always feel like they were made in some stock editor anyway. <laughs> I think so, I
3: think I saw a thing saying that, like, that's how actually Mario Maker started, where it was just a dev uh, tool for making new M- Mario
1: levels. Yeah. And they were just like, why don't we just sell this? Okay, good. Now never, now don't make any more New Super Mario Brothers games. Yeah. Just it's ever. Like,
3: it's like when Portal 2 got a level editor. It's like, okay,
1: infinite portal. We're not making a third one. Yeah. <laughs> God. News from My Brothers isn't very good, huh? No.
2: Yeah,
1: I <laughs> it really isn't. Remember when there was some, when on our forum when that was like an epic argument for a little while. Um, oh. Anyways, but yeah, Mario is great, especially three in world and one <laughs> three in world. One's pretty good. Just oh man, I played one. This is so funny because <laughs> I played one at the beginning of the year and got so frustrated in the very last world. God, I think now you can do something even harder. Uh, yeah. uh it's like people are ragging about. People were ragging about bad levels, and I'm just like, you know, there have been bad level. Lo- there are bad levels in old Mario games. Yeah, <laughs> remember those castle mazes in Mario? 1? Uh, uh, yeah. So. Some designer it was, was like,
3: "We're not putting that shit in Mario Maker."
1: Yeah. <laughs> God, I don't even know how you'd even it, like contextualize that. I'm really glad they're not. Oh,
3: I mean, they have um, like one-way gates. They could probably figure something out. Yeah, that makes sense. Like an invisible trigger.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that.
1: My favorite trick that I'm trying, that I'm thinking a lot about, is that you can do pipes and doors. That lead to areas that look exactly like areas you've just been to, but then are actually different. (laughs) Yeah, I
3: I saw a bunch of people making levels on NeoGAF where, like, basically they were simulating the level, like, flipping upside down when you entered a pipe. Yeah. But then it's like, you have to manually redraw the entire thing. And then if you change anything...
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've
3: got to change it on both sides.
1: Yeah. They have a bulk selector. Which is great, right? But I don't think you can
3: carry that between sub-worlds.
1: No. No, you cannot. <laughs> so. But, yeah. yeah.
3: People just doing crazy stuff like that. Where I saw one where it's like you're on an airship, but then when you enter a pipe, the airship flips upside down. and Now you're on the bottom.
2: hmm
1: There was one made by my friend Omar who made two levels. One that was an underwater version of the same level. Ah, that's like cool. that's And it was just playing the both back-to-back. It was really cool. Oh. I really like Mario Maker. It hits it's, it hits the minimum of what it needed to be, and then goes a little bit for and then goes a good bit further than that. And it's not at like what is the best possible. Does this fit everything I could imagine? This could be no, but it is the fact that it exists and it's as good as it is is a, kind of a miracle.
2: Yeah.
3: The other thing I wanted to say was how. People like people super analyze the first level Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. and I was playing Super Mario Brothers three a bit the other day, and I kind of think like the defining level in that game is actually one two, because <laughs> like one one introduces like oh you can hold the Koopa shells and you get the you can fly. and you can fly, mm-hmm. but then you enter one two and there's fucking slopes and you're like what yeah and then you're sliding down the slopes and you're bowling over Goombas it's just like what is this game. <laughs> and then you have the the note blocks for the first time, and I don't know. I think that level is really, really good. Yeah,
1: Mario Three is really good. Oh man, I've been thinking a lot about Mario. <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you now?
1: Yeah, it was fun, and it's funny because like Mario World was probably was my first Mario game, and I and I've been. Th- thinking a ton i thought a ton about that game over time and i was like no mario 3 is d- better for this this and this reasons but every time like a mario world level comes up in mario maker it's just like <laughs> a little piece of me is just like, yay
3: <laughs> i had that oh, same yeah. reaction we're just something about the music and the visuals just like yeah. nostalgia just clicking it's the funny thing is though oh, like i don't think i would actually make levels in that style because the spin jumps changes it so much
1: Mm yeah
3: where you can just spin jump over spiky stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that kind of breaks some stuff.
1: I think there's a lot of enemy. I think there's a lot of um, types that you can't spin jump on, which is nice. Yeah. So my first level I made was like, I told Omar, my friend Omar, who has like very strong opinions on level design, <laughs> um, It was just like, these are things I don't like in level design, and it is all the kind of shit that I love. Um,
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> Is all the welcome-to-machine bullshit, whatnot. <laughs> and so he said, that I just find that bothersome and obnoxious. And then I said, I'm going to buy this game. I'm going to make a <laughs> level for you, and I'm going to call it bothersome and obnoxious. <laughs> and then the first level I made was very tight spaces underground, Mario 1, lots of piranha plants, and I called it bothersome and obnoxious.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the whole level, there's uh, three hidden blocks that you hit and then a goomba pops out <laughs> no mushroom and then you get to the very end right before the flagpole and you hit and there's a question mark block and you hit it and a mushroom comes out <laughs> and then there's no more enemies
3: <laughs> you actually, I mean, just make it what? so you have to actually be small to get through the end
1: yeah but then you can break the block to um, um you can break the block to get up into it. So it's not actually preventing you from beating it. It's just, and then those blocks all around, it's just, you get the little bit of the flagpole and then Mario's just running to the wall. <laughs> that was the first level I made. And it wasn't actually that hard. I just wanted it to, to be obnoxious without actually being that hard. And I feel like I succeeded, especially <laughs> with the Goomba blocks and then the one mushroom, <laughs> and then just some kind of weird maneuvering around, um, piranha plants and I told Anna, like, I'm really sorry. I need to make a couple levels like this to get it out of my system. I'll make nice <laughs> levels for you soon, I promise. <laughs> When's the machine coming? Um, I, after that, I made an airship level. Um, there's, three scroll set, there's three scroll speeds. Mm-hmm. One's really fast. Oh, dear. Um, one's re- is fast, faster, like twice as fast as anything in Mario 3. And then one's mo- Mario 3. I haven't seen anybody using the fast scroll speeds.
0: Weird. It's like people don't like auto-scrollers or something.
1: (laughs) God. Yeah, but when it's going fast, then it can be good, you know? Because you have to react, and it's actually tense, you know?
3: Nobody nobody wants a 15-second level.
1: Well, I made a 30-second airship level, and I thought it kicked butt, and I got four stars. There you go.
0: Yeah. He's getting all the yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I made it yeah I made an airship level with multiple paths for and I s- sent it to get to Omar again I was like okay here's something serious and then it was like yes this is good um, and then I made a level called cozy cottage and all the t- this time Anna's is making like a bunch of really sweet tiny levels like one that says I love you John and then one that's like a squirtle pixel art drawing out of blocks <laughs> with a bunch of turtle enemies in front of it you have to get past and I'm just like oh my god I'm so happy. And all the time, she's playing a ton of the. She's playing easy mode over and over and over again, mm-hmm. playing all these levels, um, and just like learning to love Mario and platforming, which she'd never done before. Oh wow! Um, she liked Thomas was alone, but because of the story, and she liked um, uh, one other platformer. I can't. Oh Kirby's Epic Yarn, which is, you know <laughs> well, everybody,
0: everybody fucking loves Kirby's Epic Yarn. Yeah,
1: which is such a great like entry platformer. Absolutely. Know? But it Next. wasn't, there needed to be one more step from like something like Epic Yarn to Mario World. Yeah. Uh,
0: and
3: that
1: game is problematic. <laughs> no, she saw me playing that and I was just like, that's <laughs> fucking miserable, John. She has a reaction to quite a few games I've played. Not Saga Frontier. She's like, oh, that's pretty. Can I try? And I was like, no, you probably don't want to for these reasons
0: and love you saga. i want you to love me after this i want you to love me, me this is you wouldn't <laughs> like
1: this cuz yeah um so then i made a level called this is the last level i released was cozy cottage mm-hmm. and it's just you go into a kind of pleasant intro kind of mario 3 level and it's sort of a door maze with but like with um just a couple tactful hidden blocks and one mushroom that you can find that opens up the level because there's several areas irrigated gated by um, blocks. And uh-huh. it's all in the shape of a little house.
2: Oh, um, neat.
1: Yeah. And it says, and there are three one-ups that make the whole sound effect when you get them. Oh. And I released it as Cozy Cottage, Find Three Treasures. Aww. Oh. Yeah. That's and cool. it has, it got 30 stars. Wow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like five comments and... People liked it a lot. And I like, there's no fatal obstacles at all. I don't <laughs> think it's so. I'm just really happy with how that one turned out.
0: You're subverting the Mario <laughs> trope here. You,
3: <laughs> I want to go one step further and subvert the subversion where it's this cute little level and you can't die, and then you go in a pipe outside and it just drops you in a pit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So when I want to be an asshole in Mario Maker, I do that. <laughs> oh, and then when I want to make a nice le- when I want to make a nice level, I can make I made another one that had one real obstacle and it was you get to the center of a heart to get a fire flower and then you can get through the to the, the end. Um, and it was and I titled it "Don't Go Breaking My Heart" and that got like eight stars. <laughs> and so Mario Maker is magical.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely sounds it.
1: Yeah. And we went straight from that to another game. We play. We booted up Super Mario 3D World.
0: That game's so good.
1: Anna loves it. Like maybe yeah. even more than me. Um, it's
0: it's so fantastic, and it is such yeah, just a, it's a so great. Good. It's such a great send up to the uh, the original 3DS game. It just adds. Mm-hmm. It really adds a lot to that formula.
1: Absolutely, it just takes that vision and expands it tactfully. It's just so lovely. Um, it feels great. It feels better than it feels better to play than any of the other three D Mario games. I think just by far.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and the camera work is, I think, is obviously just perfect for this kind of game it's trying to be. Um, obviously, like they've abandoned completely the sort of exploratory stuff like sixty in sixty four and Sunshine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I kind of want to go back to sixty four at some point because I played that once on the DS. Uh. (laughs) i was like a kid it was when the ds came out um so i want to go back and kind of see what that game that story has to offer in comparison right but um, i I like this more than the galaxy games um by a margin um i really really like 3d world and anna really likes it too
0: it's it's just a solid fucking mario game i mean it's Everything that it does, it knocks it right out of the park. I got to borrow uh, my friend's uh, Wii U at the uh, – it was the early part of the year, and it's so good. It's it's such a good game.
1: Yeah, I remember just one level in particular being like they have swinging platforms that are going back and forth, and they have a weird little lip to them too. And you jump on the swinging platforms that are swinging back and forth like a swing, Mm -hmm. and then you jump to the next area. And then there's also enemies that are throwing spiked logs down hills at you. Mm. and then you get to the next area, and there's a spiked log on the swinging plat- on the swinging platform <laughs> that's rolling back and forth on the platform. Yeah And it just like something in my mind just snapped like, my <laughs> I love Mario. And then you get to the next end, and there's like six in a row that are going back and forth in different ways. And then a later stage has like seesaws where the weight. Like, whatever area has more weight um, sits down. And then they have seesaws with the spiked logs on them. So, <laughs> ugh, it it just... It's the stuff that Mario Maker is about. And it does it perfectly. <laughs> and there's, like... Probably, like, the criticism, talking about it with Reet, is just, like... There's... the Like, the theming in the worlds doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah. Because, um... The Because all the levels are basically just segmented and not interconnected things, maybe one or two levels in each world will actually connect with the theme of the world in yeah. a meaningful way.
0: Mostly seems coincidental when that happens, though.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it feels like they made a bunch of levels. They just made a ton of Mario levels yeah. and then figured out where to poke them in different places. And that's reinforced by there's four bonus worlds at the end of the game. <laughs> Like you beat you beat world no you beat world seven and it's the end of the game it's a yeah. climax there's a boss fight with Bowser that ties everything up and then the course clear screen uh, spoilers obviously but it's you know, been two years and the course <laughs> clear screen pops up after you get the flag and then Bowser comes in and tears the t- course clear screen down and grabs all the people you've um, re- fairies you've rescued and f- jumps up to a new level. <laughs> and so you go, you progress from World Castle to World Bowser. Yep. So it goes from like a lava castle world in the sky to terrifying neon theme park world. It's sort of probably oh, like God. Eggman Land. Um, and the last level is a giant tower. Um, and the final boss, it's uh, <laughs> Bowser uses like like the beginning, the first fight with Bowser is he's on a car. And then you fight a bunch of other bosses. And then the World 7, World Castle, you fight them on the car again, only they add a ton of new elements to it. And it's really it's intense. Nuts. Awesome. Then with World 8, with World Bowser, because they just have icons. So the funniest thing is that they have icons for, like, levels in the stages too. So you have World 1 Train, World 1 Castle, <laughs> and then World Castle Train, World <laughs> Castle Castle. Oh, my God. <laughs> so in World Bowser Castle... <laughs> the climax so, yeah
3: I'm just sorry world Bowser castles is making me crack up <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you get to um, this the tower at the end and Bowser steps out in front of you and then pulls out the little bell power up that you found near the beginning of the game and puts it on and then turns <laughs> into like Bowser um and you fight him and sort of... It's it's not really a boss fight because it's just sort of an auto-scrolling stage where he at, is an obstacle. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. A lot of Mario games do that because... Yeah, like even games 3D
0: Land did that.
1: Mario games aren't about boss fights, so... Nah. So that's fine. And then... You get to another sector of the tower, and you see a big red glow, and now there's two Bowsers next to you, Mm -hmm. and you realize he found one of the cherry power-ups that they've introduced in this game, and he cloned himself, just like we can do. Mm -hmm. So the big set piece is Bowser using the power-ups that they've introduced in this new game, and suddenly you got two Bowsers, and then there's three Bowsers, and then you're climbing to the top of this tower, um, and there's a big POW block. And there's, like, five Bowsers climbing up the side of the tower, <laughs> one Bowser on top of the thing, lightning striking and music booming because it's the Galaxy team. So when they do it, they go for it. Yeah. Um, and you hit the power block and it bends in a little bit. And you hit the power block again, just like in Mario Brothers. And you hit it one more time and then all the Bowsers fly away. <laughs> Most of them burst into smoke and then the other the main one drops the fairies and flies off into the sky
0: that's
1: awesome it's so cool it's so cool, <laughs> it's so cool. We, we've we just finished it today so I'm on kind of a high from that game
3: oh really I couldn't tell yeah <laughs> uh,
1: and then you be, and then it's like and, the, and then there's the whole credit sequence and then they say hmm the fairies are exploring this little section right here so they're not like in your face hey there's more levels you have to beat if you want to actually finish this game yeah which they I don't feel like they do that um, and then I open it up and it's like, oh, here, there, here's World Star. And we look online because we're whatever. And then there's World Mushroom and World Flower and all of them have 10 levels each. Oh, and that's, my God. And then there's a super hard last world that just has one 10 minute long level and that you need to collect every single star and flag and whatnot to beat. Anna and I have been spending the whole t- game collecting everything as we move along because we're yeah. just saving
3: it good
1: so because otherwise we'd be fucked yeah um, that's so what put th-
3: me off the galaxy games at the end is just you had to have gotten everything
1: yeah but then in the galaxy games if you want to play oh, a level you have to like walk around the hub and talk to the person and look into the, look down the list and click the list and then watch the 10 or 20 <laughs> second animation as they fly into the thing watch the star the thing hover over the star and you can go it's been 45 fucking seconds um, yeah, the loading and That in. over yeah. and over and over and over again. Mario 3D World, there's no bullshit. You just hop into the level. Um, cool. That That's kind of the whole thing with the 3D games is just like, oh, good, here is a 3D Mario game minus all the bullshit. Yeah. it's has been there. Except maybe in 64, which you know moved, had such a stripped down um, hub that still felt like a cool place. So that's the one I kind of most want to revisit um these games are really cool it's it does suck that for people who are just kind of moving through the game at a brisk pace that they are blocked off from experiencing the whole game i think it- there's only one star guard there's there's one star guard right before the last level that's was 70 stars lower than what we had wow so, so i don't know how demanding it is it might be that for people who move through the game at a brisk pace they are suddenly presented a roadblock at the end and are like, all right, you got to go replay a bunch of levels if you feel like fighting the last boss. You guys and
0: played, you guys played that's, 3D World the same way I played 3D Land. It was like, yep, I'm going to make sure I've got all three star coins in every stage. And Yeah. Like, I was way over the gate, like, way over the star coin gate by the time I got to the end of World Bowser. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So we were just like... Yeah, because this game is really fun and we really like this, so let's savor it. Um, I feel like a game like Mario 3 doesn't let you revisit levels and doesn't let you revisit worlds Mm -hmm. because it's something that – and it doesn't let you save the game because it's something that they want you to play over and over again to really experience it. Yeah. I I feel like 3D world structure is telling you like, okay, if you follow kind of the path we've delineated, um, then you'll basically fully appreciate everything that – we have to offer, which is maybe kind of arrogant, but it fits with how we're playing the game. So it doesn't really hurt our experiences of it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so we're probably going to play through World Star, World Mushroom, and World Flower and World Crown. Jeez. Um,
3: uh, <laughs> good luck with World Crown on two player. Yeah. If that's the g- whatever Guardian Galaxy soup. <laughs> It's like master's level or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. We might,
1: we, that might not <laughs> be in the cards, but they do have the invincibility um, Tanuki suit. Um, we put that to use four or five times and didn't feel bad about it because it's a game where we're having fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I was playing on my own, I wouldn't have, but Anna, Anna's, this is Anna's first Mario game, basically. And it's a 3D Mario game, and it's her first Mario game, and yet she's enjoying it. That's. Really mind blowing and cool to me, mm-hmm. and it helps that she had the all that build up with Mario Maker, obviously. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's That's probably knowledge that you could transport over mm-hmm. to another title. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So we've had a blast, and we're going to continue having a blast because that game's amazing.
0: Fantastic! I
1: that finished another game.
0: What did you finish?
1: Okay, oh, I'll go over this one quickly because there's. I'll go over this one quickly because there's one more. I just one more oh, that Jesus. we really want to talk about. I read D- Digital A Love Story oh oh isn't that game lovely that
0: game's pretty awesome
1: yeah i really like digital love story yeah that's it's funny,
0: funny so you can go check that yep. out easily
1: mm-hmm. um it's funny because christine love doesn't actually like it that much yeah um because i think the interface is so inconvenient mm-hmm. and i'm just like but if it wasn't then the story wouldn't work ah
0: yeah, that that it's the whole game's, you know, narrative arc is predicated on the fact that the UI is kind of bad and and yeah. because, because of what it's mimicking.
1: Exactly. Oh. So, I think it makes it makes sense. So, yeah. I'm really interested in Analog and Don't Take It Personally and Hate Plus and all that. And I played The Lady Killer in a bind t- teaser, so. I'm oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was a teaser out. Yeah, it's like a 5-minute downloadable playable demo. Oh, neat. It, it, it's content that's not going to be in the final game, too. Oh, I'm going to have to check that out. I really liked it. <clears throat> Just pulls that collar. Um, and then I read 999. Ah,
0: oh, this is like, I, I forget the order, <laughs> but it's like nine persons, nine hours, nine exits.
1: Yeah, right. exactly. So that game, um, mm-hmm. I took a while to warm up to. Mm-hmm. And then I wound up really, really, really liking it by the end.
0: It does take, it took me a while to warm up to it as well because I think that a lot of the tropes that they present early on are just so you kind of uh, roll your eyes at.
1: All the character designs are. Right. <laughs> Whoa. You tell him, doggy. <laughs> he's just shoved his tennis ball in my hand and then was like, all right, play with this, t- play, throw the ball with me. <laughs>
3: so. Ap- apologies to listeners
1: who fall asleep to this. <laughs> So I just put him in the kennel with if his the dog, dog. If
0: the dog doesn't get him, John's cackle will sure will.
1: <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry. People point out that my laughter. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh my god! They're
1: breaking up. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So yeah, nine nine nine. The character designs are really garish. Um, yeah and very anime yeah um and at the beginning, the tropes are really intense, and there's some really awkward gender stuff oh um, yeah if you play oh, yeah, yeah. if you play
0: if you play virtue's last reward, get ready for more of that
1: great there's like one joke that goes on for five minutes, or one of the female characters is worried about getting wet downstairs yeah, because the bottom floor is flooded, yeah and it goes back and forth and back and forth and it's like oh ho, 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 ho. it's like yeah. okay guys you could have let this oh. joke go like
0: 4 minutes ago
1: yeah or yeah <laughs> but so-, so you so you kind of but then after like after like an hour the character designs have kind of um make more sense you actually know who these people are for one thing yeah. there's a good um little tactic they give where you every character is named after is nicknamed something related to their number yeah. on their watch. Like I, we probably don't need to go into the whole mechanics of it, but it's basically like one big escape the room type story, at the, is what it seems like at the forefront. Yeah. Um, and I played the iOS version, so I didn't have any of the puzzles. Yeah, the
0: puzzles had. in the first game are pretty
1: crappy. Oh man, though. <laughs> so I Wait. kept playing... Like, there's none of the puzzles? There's none of the puzzles. Not yeah. even
2: not even
1: not, no. Sudoku. No.
2: What
1: the fuck. They, they 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 bring it up and say Junpei thought about it intensely. Da, da 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 da. They they like contextualize they still keep the context. That is
0: the one puzzle I think they should have kept because it's very, That's I,
1: very well, important. Yeah. So I, I just kind of visualized it in my head, like, okay, how would this feel if I had to do a sudoku right now? Um because that was the one time I was like, "Oh God, I really wish I was playing the DS version right now."
0: Yeah, it makes
1: a lot of sense with how they frame it with two screens as well. Yeah. Oh, I that 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 moment was like, okay, I'm picturing how this was originally, and this is really lovely and perfect. Yeah. Um. So I thought. So by the time, but so time wore on with the game and. I started getting to know these characters beyond just the initial. Oh, these are stock archetypes, and this is the lady with the boobs, and this is da da da. Um, the lady with the boobs. <laughs> well, that's that's how it comes across for quite a while.
0: I, their Metal Gear has one of them. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Metal Gear's got a lady with the boobs too.
1: So, oh man. So I, by the time it fit, by the time I things start unraveling though. Um, It's very, it's very much constructed. The story is very much a puzzle box, Uh you know, where all these pieces are set into place and they start unraveling in these kind of weirdly logical ways. And then they introduce like weird metaphysics. Yeah. But they've set it up kind of. They actually do kind of do the legwork beforehand. Uh And so enough that I was able to buy it. Yeah. To the point that the climax is not just, like, the climax of this weird escape the room anime thing. It's also, like, working around these physics, these, like, really weird spiritual concepts in such a way that it's really just nice and meaningful. And how the whole story is secretly in first person. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Oh. It's, it's... A lovely game. I really the enjoyed it. The reveal of who Zero is and That's whatnot. That's so good.
1: Oh. Mm.
3: Okay, I have to ask a question. Polly. Sure, yeah. when the fuck did you come around on this game? I, re- when I like
0: 999. I just I hated sh- the puzzles. Because
3: John found this review you wrote in 2012. Yeah. And, oh boy. <laughs> what a fucking waste <laughs> of time. Should I, should I read from it? Oh, sure. Go ahead. The people that mildly heave praise upon this game have either at the very least never read a decent visual novel or never read a good book, period. 999 is a tale of nonsense, weak characters, and amazingly ass-pull plot points that would barely hold up in a low-budget late-night Japanese cartoon. The endings are garbage and explanations and revelations so wildly plucked from the heavens, it's all one giant ass-pull mess. While the game leads you around for hours on end, jamming through the same text and solving the same puzzles for hopefully two or three new words of text or information 999 pads itself out like any other throwaway visual novel by forcing you into bad endings they did fix this in the ios one which is good forcing you into bad endings and making you replay the entire thing from the beginning subsequent twists are made are made even worse by the fact that there's no so few differences between each route and that the game's weak puzzles must be repeated Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Obtaining the true ending involves making a lot of deliberately obtuse and random choices while hammering through 90% already read scenes and puzzles. And even then, the ending itself is so ass-pulled that it's not worth it. What a complete waste of time. Oh. So, when did you turn on this game? <laughs> like, I, think, you-
0: I think that when um, VLR gave it context. Yeah, because okay. I
3: remember you liking that one.
0: Yeah, VLR gave uh, 999 a lot of context And I didn't really Like, like now that there's an iOS version Of 999 You know, without the bullshitty puzzles So and the it's puzzles got, are that bad? They're so terrible It's just not fun I really like math puzzles I don't know how they feel in the game though There's a lot of, like, like every route In, um Every route and every puzzle in uh, VLR is unique like everything, like mm-hmm. there, there, so, like even though you will, you like there might be similar scenes and different routes, there are different puzzles every time. So that's
1: really nice. And you have the flowchart, which was introduced for the DS version of Nine 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 Two. Yeah, I think we all have reviews that speak to different <laughs> people than who we are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did
0: I write that? Two
1: thousand
3: twelve. Mm-hmm.
1: Where it's did not, I write that? For. It's on John. It's. Giant Bomb's list
0: of Oh, wow. You- like, I didn't even remember writing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, my God. I wonder if there's anything
3: on
1: the site. I'll look. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. I was, like, preparing to come to bat for this game. I was like, oh, no, this is actually pretty nice. I
0: was, yeah, like,
1: okay, I, 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 I'm actually pretty
0: okay with 999 as it uh-huh. is on the iOS now because it eliminates a lot of the garbage that really just bogged down the, the structure, DS version. Structure, yeah, you know? yeah,
1: yeah. All the structural garbage. <laughs> Um, I'm, yeah, for just that last scene, it was like, oh, okay. I I feel like that the best part of the best moment of the game is probably more affecting on the DS version, but I don't think I would have had the patience to reach that moment on the DS version. Yeah, absolutely. So it's still, uh, so wait, how does it work with the two screens? It's flipped because there's two people solving the Sudoku ostensibly. What's going on?
0: Um, I think it's, like, you have to hold the 3DS 3D, the upside down. <laughs> of course you do. I think that's how it works. Like, I haven't played it in a while, so I don't remember exactly, but I'm almost sure
1: I had to hold it upside down. Because oh my the Sudoku God, puzzle's it.
0: upside down.
1: Oh, yes. I'm, I'm just looking at it. It's great.
0: Yeah. And it really contextualizes the moment that's going on there.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, there that's that's the genius going on here is that there's a Sudoku puzzle, nine rows, nine columns, nine boxes uh-huh. that um <laughs> is really emotional and heartfelt and also ties in with weird metaphysics and is just really nice. Yeah. Um like and everything in that ending uh-huh. felt good and they thought of every every question I had they thought of and almost all but one they addressed and then in the last 10 seconds they go like they do some weird really weird what the fuck thing yeah and then I'm like okay <laughs> everything before this though I'm yeah I get this and I imagine that VL, I, that's probably how VLR is just like because people talk about like the cliffhanger in that game and I imagine it's all very neat and tied together and then it's like okay but we are gonna make a third one of these
0: yeah there's gonna be a third zeros escape game
1: I'm really happy that there is now Yeah, I mean, as well. I remember people being like, are they not going to make a third one now? Um, But that's so nice. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of. You could also make the argument that having sort of the puzzle box structure um, is maybe kind of cold and mechanical.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But then also, people really like Christopher Nolan movies. There you go. If people, if there's room in the world for, in, in people's hearts for Memento, then I think there's room in people's <laughs> hearts for 999. <laughs> I probably got more out of 999 than that. Um. <laughs> so, I laugh, but
0: I'm one of those precious people that enjoys Memento. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you get to the end of 999 and it's just like, my heart, I just, it's so nice. Yeah. The little pink bird. And then yeah. by the end of Memento, it's just like, okay, cool. <laughs> Everyone's awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, good. St- maybe Primer's a better example. Good I want to check that movie out. There you go. That one really seems to just embrace the being a puzzle to tear apart. Yeah. So, Zero Escape 1, 1999 just thumbs up. Cool. I, I like that story, and I'm going to buy VLR probably tonight. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, got to roll right into that now. It's
0: really good. Ooh. It goes places.
1: Ooh, I'm, yeah, because now I'm right. Because the whole time with 999, I was like, okay, okay, when is this going to get weird? When is this going to get really, really weird? Because <laughs> I, I managed to avoid all spoilers for this series, not out of intention, just coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't usually care too much about spoilers, but no, these games, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, I told Anna that, oh no, the guy that was really, really nice and nice to everyone, the old guy who was really, really nice to everyone turned out to be evil. And she was like, that would have been my first guess, John. (laughs) (laughs) Just this guy was like, no! Go on without me! Please! I'll stay behind. Please come back (laughs) to me, though. (laughs) What
0: a dick he is. (laughs) He turns out to be
1: piece of shit, real,
0: <laughs> big piece of
2: shit.
1: real big piece of shit real big piece of shit can we just say one specific thing in the ending this guy does he locks a little girl in a room and tells her solve this sudoku in five minutes or you'll be burned to death By a, yeah he locks her in a furnace in a furnace <laughs> solve this fucking sudoku so it's really absurd and silly, but it's also just, once you, you just have to buy into the reality of the story. And once you do, it's all really just lovely. Yeah, and the way they
0: set up the metaphysical <laughs> stuff, it really, you know, it, it's really contextualized really well in its own world. So, mm-hmm.
1: And um, just the structure of the visual novel itself. Cause yeah. At least the way I played it, I was like, he started receiving like these weird messages about what was going on after i'd already experienced those things in a different route so he was jinpei felt like he knew something was off with this and then i was like yes yes it is he's a he's a piece of shit
0: it's kind (laughs) of like when keiichi starts catching on in higurashi
1: Mm -hmm. oh yeah oh yeah that's a good comparison That's, that's probably the same feelings i've been getting yeah um since i had those a while back i really liked higurashi um, Did you
3: just go from girl locked in furnace to it's really nice
1: within like two seconds? Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <no. laughs> well, in one timeline, she, yeah. But in the timeline, and she such- sends a message to the future. She and okay, uh, and then okay. I
3: remember Polly telling me like everything about these games, and I don't remember any of it because it was fucking nonsense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone. S- sets up a game so that they can. Uh, we're, we're fine. Okay. I don't know. Okay. To... It's I some may fantastic...
3: play them someday. When it's... John when
1: John plays through VLR, I think I'm going to bust it out again. Oh, oh my god. god! I love these games. I'll, I'm going to look at watch this watch the DS true ending in full on YouTube. Also, I need to wrap up the um, last few routes that I missed. Right. I Missed a few endings so the the, the, DS, the iOS version you get to an ending and it's like how about you try these numbers that'll get you to an ending that's even closer to the core of the story and I'm yeah. like, oh, like and it sent me in an order that was like here's an ending that contextualizes almost everything bad end here's an ending that contextualizes a lot of it here's the true ending oh wow so yeah it oh. seems
3: insanely streamlined mm-hmm. like just telling
1: you every choice to make that's crazy not until after you've gone through it at least once which is nice uh, and then it doesn't even send you straight to the true ending. It does give you one more route that's just kind of... Let's contextualize almost all of this. And I don't think I have very much left that I haven't.
0: Yeah, I don't think that there's a way you can actually get the true ending. Like your first time playing the game either. they lock locked that out quite literally uh, oh, by blocking a few choices.
1: Huh. Good. That makes do sense. They, do
0: they not even show up? Mm-hmm. They don't show then up. Then good,
1: because I was wondering, like, those moments where he's receiving, like, the tel- the messages... Um, that makes sense to me, because I've seen that yeah. timeline. Um, did, can you just have that without seeing that? Because then it wouldn't work as well. I don't think so, no. Great! Didn't the DS1 DS make fantastic? you get
3: every ending? Yeah, true ending?
0: I'm almost sure really? the DS version made you get every yeah. ending as well.
1: Without having the flowchart and everything.
0: Yeah, it didn't have a cool flowchart that you could just jump into certain scenes <laughs> with.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's that's a real thing that... The best part of the game is probably more impactful on the DS version. But everything leading up to that sounds <laughs> way really, better
0: on iOS.
1: Way better on iOS.
3: So, It's too bad they didn't find a way to just contextualize
1: the Sudoku thing on iOS. Oh, they, well, they do. They just say that, oh, and then he solved the math puzzle.
3: Well, okay, in a better way that makes you okay. do it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll tries just... to approximate, like, the flip screen thing.
1: I feel like you need to... I feel like you need to have build-up if you're going to have, like, a puzzle at all. Uh, especially a really complicated puzzle like a Sudoku. Did yeah. they not tell you the rules? They do tell you... you the
0: rules to Sudoku. Okay. It's just I don't like Sudoku, so I just made Rhett do it. <laughs> I, was just, I just signed. On, I just remember signing on to AIM and being like, do this! That's really funny. And he got back to me, like, 15 minutes later, and I was like, <laughs> all right, Later.
1: <laughs> Yeah, everyone was
0: dead by then and everyone...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got to a point where Sudoku when I was like alright I've solved 200 of these um, this is the same puzzle every time yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> and once can... I realized that it was like oh shit there can be really hard ones yeah,
1: yeah. but once you solved like a couple really hard ones and you figured out the tricks for that then it's like yeah. oh wait a minute Ooh. there's another number puzzle my mom showed me and then it was like, I took one and solved it in about a minute. And then I downloaded the hardest, the five, like 10 of the hardest ones they had and then scribbled them all out in like two minutes. And then I was like, okay, I guess this is <laughs> nothing else to offer me. So I'm probably the most receptive audience possible for 999's bullshit math puzzles. Right. Um, so I'll probably watch a few of those on YouTube just to see how they function. Um, and then play VLR. Does VL- VLR has unique puzzles too?
0: Yeah, VLR has a lot of puzzles. Like I said, every route and every, like, round of the game they're playing has unique puzzles for each yeah. route. So I, I had a pretty good time solving all of that game's puzzles. I 100 percent at all that shit.
1: Cool. It seems like now that I've experienced 999 this way, then I'll have the patience to experience it in kind of probably the richer but way more demanding way. Yeah. Because it, you know, it still took me like three or four hours to read up to the point where it's like, okay, I'm on board. I'm on board with this. Not not that any of that was bad. It's just that, you know, it kind of takes a while for everything to click. Yeah. Especially since I had it in my brain. Oh, this is that game that Polly really doesn't like. I should, Let me be careful. <laughs> but that turned out to not matter much. And it didn't affect my final thoughts in the game. So Cool. All right. So... Next, I think I think Reet has some news for us actually. So Reet, how's early access doing?
0: It's doing shitty.
1: Aw oh, bummer. Still
0: shitty, huh? I'm I'm
1: shocked, I gotta say. <laughs> mm-hmm. And alright, let's let's switch things up a bit. So Reet. Yes. What kind of questions do we have today? Oh. <laughs> oh man,
2: yeah, three of them
3: uh, We have an email from Zalaz. Okay, okay. Hello, long-time listener, first-time questioner. I was wondering, in part... Okay, keep in mind that we didn't do questions last week, so this was sent on September 13th. Okay. In part because of the recent double anniversary of PlayStation and Dreamcast, if there were any interesting PS1 or Dreamcast games not yet on Steam that you wanted to see released on the service... Is Shenmue on Steam?
2: Nope.
3: Yeah, that's a good one. I want to play Shenmue. Shenmue should be on something else other than... The Dreamcast. And OG Xbox.
0: Yeah. Because
3: they got a new one coming out. You might want to
0: give that that third game some context, guys. Yeah. uh,
3: uh, Fucking Sega.
0: Yeah. Um, Alien Front
1: Online. Oh, God. (laughs) Here, I have... um, Was the original Typing of the Dead anywhere else? Uh, I think it was released on PC,
0: CD-ROM, but it was, like, ages ago, and there's no real way to play that. Yeah, I would love to have the original Typing of the Dead games uh, on Steam. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. Uh... And they do have the new one, at least. Yeah, but it's not the same. Mm -hmm. It's dumber. It's dumber, but it doesn't have the same kind of weird, like, early 2000s camp that I really like
1: about Uh
2: uh,
0: those first two games.
2: Um
1: yeah, I think everything you? most of the everything else I'm interested in is Oh, Bangio would be nice. Oh wait, is Bangio on like Xbox Live or something? I don't know. It was on the N64, but
0: I think Bangio Spirits, they have like a DS game. Yeah, they?
1: but that's a that's a totally different game. Um, oh, that's, right. That was a Dreamcast game
3: too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Do you and... mention PSO on Steam, just the first one? That would be
0: weird. <laughs> that would be weird. But
1: like, the head and then not PSO
0: two. Yeah, that would be great. They just like release Blue Burst on Steam, free to play, and then yeah. nothing and they never even mentioned PSO two.
1: But you know what? Like, Wouldn't that probably be better? I it could see. Them, I could
0: see. I could see them hyping it their Twitter too. be like, you know, Fantasy Star is finally coming to Steam, y'all. <laughs> Boom! Blue Burst. I'm just thinking, how kind of cool would it be?
3: Because that would probably diminish any private servers like people mm. would just be like just put it, fucking play the steam one yeah it's then you'd, it's convenient. you'd actually have another community again yeah that, there's still weird people that play that game yeah on, like stack and shit and there's a few other private servers but it's all kind of fractured yeah, now it's,
0: it, yeah it's crazy
3: so like if they actually put the original on steam like and kind of got everyone back there
0: just put mm-hmm. like start up a server in your office somewhere, put it in the closet, forget about it, and just mm-hmm. let people play on that.
3: And just put like double XP XP or something.
0: Double EXP, put some ads like on your uh on your launcher or something, boom, there's your ad revenue. It
1: pays for itself. Um
3: <laughs> a set of boosters.
1: There you go. There's a lot of weird ass horror games like D D two. D two, that's obviously it actually. Yeah. I'm really interested in Kenji Ito's stuff. Uh... Illbleed, whatever that is. What is I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the name and I just know I've I like heard it. I had a guy tell me, um, one of one of the weird, you know, friends being like, you should play Illbleed on Dreamcast and then a list of like 15 other Dreamcast games. Um, and I'm looking at that list and all of them are on arcade or N64 or PS2.
2: It's just kind of
0: weird that, like, a lot of the stuff that I would recommend is either on its way out or has been out for a while. Like, Grandia 2 just got a really nice HD Mm re-release.
1: Skies of Arcadia came out Uh on the
0: GameCube. Yeah, Skies of Arcadia would be good. I was just Mm
3: -hmm. about to say they should do an HD of that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't, right?
0: No, they haven't.
1: Weird. I own it. I really want to play it because it looks like magical sunshine. It's great. Yeah. Next question, Reet. If anyone else has any thoughts. Yeah. Um, CD or vinyl?
0: Uh, probably CD, honestly. I, like, I mean, I love the audio fidelity of vinyl, but bottom line is I just don't want to have a big collection of shit. Yeah, vinyl's really fucking big. Vinyl's big, vinyl's expensive, and it's worth investing in if you are the kind of audiophile that I am, but it's just, I don't want to have more stuff in my life anymore yeah the real question is cd or mp3 oh
3: (laughs) no no No, i'm saying what was written was cd versus vinyl but
0: oh but you think the real question is cd versus mp3 well like i buy cds but i turn them into i turn them into mp3s for use on my computer and my phone it's Mm -hmm. like who buys even cds at this point i do Mm -hmm. i do too but
3: yeah most i don't people don't (laughs) weirdos I just yeah. think, like, we're coming up on a generation that just isn't going to know about, like, physical media. Yeah. Cool. Okay, next email? Yeah. A question for the podcast about Hunters. Yay! I was quite happy to get this one. Okay. Uh, hello, dear Soxcast. Hello, Rhett. I have a question about a certain game you might have heard about, Hunter's Relic of Stars. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've heard of that. First of all, I want to say I really enjoyed it. It was a fun throwback to classic action games, for with the niceties of modern gaming like infinite lives and fair checkpoints. I don't know about fair checkpoints, but
0: <laughs> that last has... a checkpoint can bite my ass. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> it also has hilarious humor with some of the enemy and some of the enemy descriptions are just priceless, like the chia fish in stage four who loves steak. <laughs> I did finish it on easy, normal, and hard, and have almost finished the game on challenge mode. Almost. Wow! Oh man! So this is this is hardcore. Yeah, this guy's played more than me. <laughs> Sadly, I am completely stuck on the very final challenge. Just before, just after Alcor's five boss forms, oh, I have God. to, I have to escape the fortress in one life, beating both the escape sequence and the final two phase boss fight with Mizar in one life you're a dick (laughs) that (laughs) is hard enough that is hard enough on its own but I only have six minutes to do it instead of the usual eight minutes Oh, And and I have absolutely no bloody idea how to do that after many 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 attempts I did reach Mizar only for the countdown to be already over before her first boss fight was halfway done is there any advice you can give did you beat that yes I've beaten it okay uh, I hope you can help because it would be pretty sad to leave this entertaining game like this. Uh, first of all, like, I wouldn't worry about it because holy crap, you played a lot of that game and beating hard is still just an amazing achievement. Mm-hmm. But, like, challenge mode on stage 6, I went so fucking over the top with. Yeah, I'm not sure anybody <laughs> else has ever beaten it. Because that was
2: just...
1: Huh? Were, that was for you to play, basically.
3: Yeah, it literally was. It was... I've made this game for three years. I'm really good at it. I'm going to make a mode that pushes me to the limit. Because, like, the challenges that this guy's already got past are, like, instant death enemies if you hit them. Oof. Like, somehow I was doing the outdoor area, and I realized, like, you could skip over... It's either purple or red enemies. Mm -hmm. So if you shoot any of them, you die. Yeah. So it's one-hit kills in that part. And then, like, there's weird shit in the the training zone area where, like, you're dealing with even more weapons and it's, like, it's randomized to be really evil. God. And then the outdoor area in the scrolling section, enemies get counter bullets when you hit them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really over the top. And then I forget, I forget what I did for Alcor, but it's probably really mean. And then, yeah, the final escape you have to do in one life. Mm. Uh, so basically... Last my, time. Basically, my advice for that part would be just use the rocket launcher and just if you can jump over an enemy, jump over the enemy because you do still have the double jump and just like don't stop moving ever because you just have to make every. Do you remember what time you would
1: finish it with?
3: I don't, but if you're in the very, very final part when you're on the ship escaping, the timer Mm -hmm. doesn't matter anymore.
1: Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, so he, so you're he, really close. So he's really close. You just have to finish the first form with the time. Uh-huh. Okay, that that's probably the boost that like I needed. Yeah,
3: cool. And pl- plus, this email was practically like a month ago. <laughs> what? <Whoops.
2: laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, and then on the boss fight, you basically like can't miss. You yeah, just have to be up in her face, like hitting with every rocket. But again, I played a lot of this game while making it, so I really. I don't even know what you get for beating challenge mode. It's probably... Oh, it's like a dumb teaser for a sequel that's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, that's not
2: going to happen. <laughs> well,
3: because it's like an image of you on a train or something, because I think a train level would be neat for the sequel.
2: Mm-hmm. The sequel. So
3: <laughs> I, I had ideas of, like, switching between playable characters with you and Mizar. Mm-hmm. So that's emails. Do we want to do Twitter questions next?
2: Sure.
3: Uh, Fresno writes in, "Who is the most adorable robot master?" Oh, this is a good question. I don't Uh, remember any of them. Clown Man, I don't know. Splash Woman. See you
1: in my dreams. (laughs) I think I liked Astro Man in eight. Astro, yes, I forgot Astro Man.
2: I'm Astro Man.
1: Yeah, he was funny because that weird. Let's just be real. Like most characters in. And Mega Man Eight are really cute. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Oh my god, I'm looking and I'm kind of having difficulty selecting. Let's we could probably just go with the cast of Mega Man Eight. <laughs> okay. Or yeah. Or Splash Woman.
3: Uh, Raquel writes in: Are there any plot lines in games you feel are too common or hackneyed?
2: And Amnesia
3: That's that's a good one. Uh I hate when you're like the chosen one and the yeah. only one who can do this. <laughs> I think uh I think that's a Ko- problem with like Hollywood movies now. Yeah, that's like everything.
2: I think Ugh.
0: I think even Koizumi's new game is all over all of those tropes actually. Who is that? The the, the saga dude. Oh, right.
1: Legend of Legacy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I downloaded a demo for that. Did you like it? Nope. What is that on? It's on 3ds. 3DS. I'm okay. I'm interested. I downloaded a demo and it's like, oh wow, this sure is Saga Frontier.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, oh wow! Oh, wow! <laughs> All right. Well, I'll probably actually play Saga Frontier first and buy the game later, but or play the play that game later. But yeah, right now my theory is just like, okay, when I stop playing Mario for two seconds, maybe I'll finish Amelia's um, em- route in Saga Frontier and then put the game down for a while, just because I feel like that's probably (laughs) how that game needs to be
3: played saga frontier the game you put down
1: seven games in one (laughs) yes (laughs) the way it's structured most of the stuff's like you repeat a lot of the content so yeah yeah once you've played it once you have a good idea of how to get through the other six routes so you play all the routes and then there's no payoff basically no there is no there is none you're right it's sonic adventure with no super (laughs) sonic Yes, including the robot that ha- that learns to feel. <laughs> That's a it is it's it's the RPG Sonic Adventure.
0: <laughs> oh god.
1: There is well, no the more, there is there the is, the is no more, pink there is no pink birdie.
2: Or more Sonic ambitious
1: Adventure? more ambitious and less finished <laughs> than Sonic Adventure. Even more John approved. <laughs> I don't know yet. I'll have to play more. I'm I'm interested okay. in the PS two game. Um Romancing Saga minstrel song, since that seems like the most completed version of I the just o- wanna, saga.
0: I just want to have a Samurai Karasu button every time John brings oh up God. Saga. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> or it's, it's just really...
0: him laughing for an hour straight.
1: <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> I couldn't stop. <gasps> it's really hard for me, because I played these first three games, or first two games, <laughs> and they were really good and really linear. And really straightforward. So dealing with the weird battle system was kind of okay. And now you get to this and it's all that bolted on top of an open world structure. And it's, it's really difficult for my brain to deal with. But I kind of feel like I need to because now I'm the saga guy. And I need to figure hey, this out. We don't all need a saga guy. We don't need, I, you don't need me to be the saga guy? <laughs> Just I'm not saying that I'm not going to be the Saga guy. Just <laughs> if I feel the need to not be the Saga guy, do I have y'all's permission? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think we've been okay. telling you that for months. Well, you it's I felt I felt pressured.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, John, we're not going to force you into a role you don't want to be, but if you want to carry that flag, we're going to we'll complain a lot, but you <laughs> okay. know, it's your it's your choice to make.
1: Okay. Well, Saga Frontier is pretty difficult to get into. It's a lot, lot easier to get into than the SNES game, so that game's probably oh, pretty good. Yeah. but I'll, I'm gonna play more of it. Cool.
3: All right, more, so no, What was thing. the What was the
1: question that sparked that?
3: Plot lines that are hackneyed are common. Oh. Okay, moving on. Mm, yeah, God. sure. Actually, one other thing: the picture of John I put in Polymaker Maker or Poly Clicker. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Polymaker oh wow <laughs> I know what I'm getting for my next birthday <gasps> the picture of John I actually converted it to four colors of grayscale it was
1: great it, it was looked great. really good it looked I really good
3: I couldn't figure out how to get it exactly the true Game Boy colors but I'm like this is close enough it was close whenever enough I'm,
1: whenever I'm trying to make a Game Boy game I just load up the Game Boy emu- the emulator and to pick the grayscale colors because I don't even bother to get the green <laughs> yep
3: yeah. I would have had to, like, recolor it manually. Yeah. I'm like, no. Uh, no. There's a bit too much. Okay, anyways, next question. Do you have a favorite Binding of Isaac rebirth moment? Yeah, sure. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, God. I can't really remember anything specific because you just do so many runs. Yeah, of you,
0: you play so many runs Actually, in that game.
3: I, I do remember the first time I killed Mom's Heart. Uh-huh. And it exploded. Uh-huh. And I died to the counter bullet. I've had that happen to me before as well. But it was my first kill ever. I was so happy. And then I fucking died. And it didn't count.
0: Well, I'll tell you what's more pathetic is when you know that's coming and you die anyway. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. That's happened to me. I've I've also made the classic Northern Lion mistake of taking a devil deal but not having the health to do it. God. There went that run. (laughs) I had the same basic reaction he had as well. I was like, "What? Don't want to talk about it."
3: That was me when I played the flash version. I was just like, "Fuck this piece of shit game." (laughs) It was probably like my first deal with the devil ever. I didn't know what it did, and then oh, I'm dead now. Fuck this game.
1: Control configurations, Google Joy to key. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's my favorite Isaac moment.
1: That's my favorite Isaac moment. I mean, and
0: there's also, like, the big pinnacle. Like, the first time, you know, I got uh, Golden God on the original, I was just like, oh, holy shit.
3: Oh. Like... Yeah, I'm
0: thinking, obviously, the moment of unlocking
3: Godhead is got to be up yeah.
0: there for me. Or, like, the first time you got Godhead, and it was just like, oh, my God, this thing's crazy. Yeah, oh, that
3: fu- we I talked about this already, but that fucking boss rush with the Lost took me like five tries and oh shit the
0: first time i saw boss rush the first time i got there i didn't know what the fuck it was yeah i was just like oh hey this door just opened what's this i've never seen that before and you go in and there's four items on pedestals it's like oh shit cool i don't know what i did to deserve this and then you pick it up and it's like oh shit i don't know what i did to deserve this
3: (laughs) i remember doing the exact same thing because the PS4 has like the share button so I just posted a picture of the four items and I said like what's all this and then 8 minutes later I just posted a screenshot of like the green bloody mess yeah. of Boss Rush <laughs> and I just said what the fuck just happened <laughs> and you were laughing at me
0: yeah it's I just... you, you kill you, you kill mom yeah, if you kill mom in uh, under 20 minutes you, you open up Boss Rush where you fight every boss from the original game <laughs> I'm just like, how long is this fucking thing gonna go on? Once you start seeing them horsemen, you're home free.
3: Yeah, but you don't know that the first yeah, time. Yeah, you don't it's know just, that It just though. keeps going. Yeah. Okay. Next question from Jetstorm with Mario Maker out. Gotta ask you favorite Mario
0: platformer.
1: Three.
0: Uh, yeah, probably Super Mario Bros. Three.
1: Mhm. I have like weird reasons about for with one with world. That I feel like I'm kind of, at this point, I'm just kind of talking out of my butt, and I probably need to revisit it <laughs> to really think about it.
3: I'm going to be a dick and say 64.
1: That that game looks really cool. I really want to revisit it.
0: Yeah, and actually, you know, with good controls.
1: Yeah, <laughs> with, yes, with good controls. That structure, it's so cool. Right? It's all right. The hub <laughs> is just really smart, and it's there's no bullshit. You just start the game, and... It's-
3: yeah, the tutorial is the outdoor area. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. It just does all these things right that all the later Mario games up until like the three D games did wrong. So it's really cool.
3: Okay. Gunblade Poxy writes in, What's the best song you've heard this year?
1: Mm. What's oh I'm think <laughs> I don't I don't keep track, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh so... Maybe one of the things that Polly sent me. It's she... been
0: such a good year for music that it is honestly that is such a hard decision. <laughs> Do you mean to make. music that
1: came out this year?
0: I am not sure what the I mean... context of the question is. Yeah, oh. I'm
3: going to say Muse the Handler. Wow.
0: Um... I, I don't listen to it as
3: much as you. I like that album.
1: Yeah. Um... Uh, maybe... they the the Bloodborne Final Boss theme, and I thought that was really oh,
3: nice. Oh, wait, yeah, maybe that. <laughs>
0: um, maybe Matador or From the Dead from uh, Soul Invictus. Uh cool. Faith No More, the new Faith No More record.
3: As a runner-up for me, well, I guess third place, I'd say track seven on the new Deer Hunter.
1: Yeah.
0: That uh, one... That, that album's so good.
1: Oh, and, um... Presno actually physically sent me a burnt c d with um uh kate push on it I'm and i'm really bit... what i'm sorry oh I, i've been enjoying it and I didn't like it
0: hmm the thank you scientist was last year what am i thinking uh, um, yeah every track on that is the best yeah song. every yeah um uh um uh yeah, from that Deer Hunter album, I want to say King of Swords reversed. That's, that song's really Wait, cool. is that Eleven? Yeah.
3: Really? That one? Yeah. <laughs> that one is so weird. It, it is? That was the one that really threw me when I was first listening to it. Like, really? wait, this is a fucking dance album now? What the fuck
0: just happened? I like where it went. I thought it was a really cool way for, for them to go. Yeah, I think it... It starts very abruptly. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. I like it. I also like the squeaky wheel, which is track eight. Uh, I mean,
3: that whole album's good. Yeah. I like whatever part four, part five
0: it's called. Yeah, it's act four, rebirth, and reprise. But like the tracks, I think it's nine and ten. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Those bitter, are... the bittersweet, uh, that. four and five, and then six. Yeah. Next question.
3: Um... I don't know if this was a bit John was going to do, but might as well just say this. Now that Steven Universe hiatus has ended, can you expect a regular segment talking about how great it is? <laughs> mm,
0: probably not.
3: How about that last
0: episode, though? That last was episode really was nice. really
3: good. Really good. It was really good. I, I like the last
0: th- two, too. I like Nightmare Hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nightmare Hospital was good. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked Sadie's song as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just... That uh, that was the one that I saw a few people kind of cool on, but well,
0: I think that like when you compare it to Nightmare Hospital and the one that just aired though, you're kind of yeah. it it, it kind of doesn't hold as much water though. Mm-hmm. It still has you know an important message.
1: Yeah, it was, people it really was... liked The Last Dance. That was that was really Jeez. nice. Yeah. yeah,
3: I think the thing with Sadie's song is that it came right after Nightmare Hospital, where it's another one where it's like mom just doesn't understand me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the exact same, not exact same, but very similar
1: theme. Mm-hmm. So point. I was like, is this a continuing thread or is this just redundant? Yeah, I mean, I think it is a continuing thread. I mean, yeah, we'll but see also, see. and also, there are no gems in either episode. Mm-hmm. So it was Make weird, it. and then they followed <laughs> it up with the best thing ever. Yeah,
0: <laughs> paradot's the best. pretty awesome. peridot's so good. Best gem.
1: Sorry, Lapis. (laughs) Lapis just got thrown in the trash. (laughs) And then Amethyst is like, oh, hey. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of the best lines. Amethyst had a bunch of really good lines in the latest one. one Yeah, yeah. Where she was like, all right, if you need me, I'll be in my room eating garbage. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oof. I hope that
0: they continue, like, I know Rhett was mentioning it before the podcast, but I hope they continue the thread of her just living in the bathroom, and that's basically yes. just it. Yeah. Like, they don't make a big deal out of it, and they don't even have to show her. They just allude to it.
3: <laughs> or she's just in the background, like Stevens doing Pet. something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, one more question. Okay. Okay. It's from Raquel. This is one from this week, because this is the only actual question we got this week. You get to work for Big Boss. What jobs would you want and why? Personally, I pick playing with Diamond Dog as my job.
0: Diamond Dog's a wolf. He'd probably bite your hand.
3: <laughs>
1: well, so wait. wait, is it Diamond Dog or Outer Heaven or what?
0: Diamond Dogs is the name of the group that you're currently... Uh, that you, that you're that you're raising... Um, and by the end, Outer Heaven is playing a role.
1: Okay. Because didn't they set up something called Outer Heaven at the end of Peace Walker?
0: Um, that was Militar- Military Sans Frontier. Okay. There was no mention of Outer Heaven in Peace Walker? I'm sure they mentioned it by okay. name a few times. but I, 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 And, you know, I'm sure that that was originally supposed to be Outer Heaven, but Ground Zeroes came along and went all smashy-smashy <laughs> smashy on it.
1: Gotcha. I remember... Um... See, I I just remember seeing some clips of the final true final fight in that game and it's so anime. Peace you know, well. what, like,
0: but yeah. but if if I was going to have a role under Big Boss, if I had to have yeah. one, I wouldn't want one cuz everybody in that game <laughs> is a piece of shit. I mean, really, let's be honest. Like everybody like there aren't really redeemable characters in, in Big
1: Boss verse.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's not, really. I mean, yeah, but, but like they go on to be the villains in the next games. Yeah, you know, like, there's nothing I really want to do uh, for mm-hmm. for that guy. I mean, the, you know, the game has a strong message about legacy and stuff like that and what that means and what being a part of a legacy means, and it's just like, nah, I don't want any part of that, it <laughs> turns
1: out. Yeah. Oh, man, he's, yeah, he, and then he die, goes and gets burned by... A lighter and some bug spray. <laughs> yeah. In the climax of Metal Gear Two, the end. <laughs> is he gonna remake those games as like a big cinema? No, they can't because well, Konami's no. Kojima's gone. Kojima's
3: not remaking them.
1: Kon- Konami is no, just they're,
3: nothing. They're done. They're done.
1: Oh, oh, that 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 hits, huh?
0: Yeah,
3: that's it hitting. Does.
1: It does. It does. That is hitting. Oh. Okay. Any other questions? Nope. All right, well, we did the Steam Universe thing. Reet, can you tell us about the news? It's time for Ian Fune Watch. Wait a minute.
3: So, Mighty Number no. Nine was delayed. <laughs> and I guess they announced a the day when it's coming out now. It's like February something. 2016, uh-huh. which I don't fucking believe him cuz why would you give him any benefit at this point? Right. But anyways, they announced they, announced they were going to release a trial demo because they were sorry that they delayed the game. Yep. And the demo was supposed to come out September 15th. And then it didn't. Yeah. They delayed the demo. Really? <laughs> As it, That was made as an apology for the game being <laughs>
0: delayed. And they didn't mention this till two days later.
3: I think Ooh. it was actually three days later. So I'm looking at my email now, trying to find it real quickly. I'm sorry.
0: Where the fuck did it go?
3: I'm sorry. Okay. This was sent on the 18th. Oh, wow. at, at 4 a.m., though. So give or take a day, two day, two and a half days. Hey, Mighty's. We just wanted to give you some more clarity on the demo situation. So again, like the game being delayed, though this is after everyone already knows. Yeah. Because like news sites were already reporting a while ago that hey, my number nine is delayed, and they wait till like the last fucking minute to actually tell the backers. Although the demo had been finished and was ready to go, we we ran into some last minute and unexpected complications with distributing the demo exclusively to all our backers through Steam. We've also been listening to your feedback about preferring a demo that is not time-limited. Given the complications with giving you the demo, we came to the conclusion that it would be better to make the demo DRM-free without any time restrictions. Because mm-hmm. this because this demo is exclusively for you, our backers, we still need to have a way to get the demo to each of you individually, and we've been looking into all the options. We're currently working with our partners at Humble Bundle to prepare the demo for delivery through their service. Unfortunately, this change in plans means that the release of the demo is going to be slightly delayed, as we're currently working on retooling the demo for a DRM-free release.
1: This is a fucking demo! Like, fuck, fuck. Calm send an fuck. email with a link to a Mediafire yeah.
2: page?
0: Yeah! <laughs> it's not that fucking hard!
3: Who What's fucking that- cares?! <laughs> Concept. That all our partners are working hard to get the demo ready in all our backers' hands as soon as possible. We sincerely apologize for this delay, but we hope you'll like the resulting changes. Uh, we will keep our backers
1: we will keep our backers up to date regarding the
3: release of the demo as soon as we have more information. Cheers. <laughs> so
1: you're just picturing like troll people typing this out. Just we'll get back to you soon. <laughs> I think-
3: part of the problem is that they just literally don't have any community managers left.
1: Yeah. Cause yeah, I know cause Dina a left. people ran them out.
3: Well, I don't think and she left so, because of that, but she is gone now.
1: Yeah. Well, knowing how seeing how red dash went, maybe yeah, then, that wasn't a great environment anyway.
3: Well, I think red ash is what happens when they have no community managers is yeah, there either. Yeah. So well, yeah, they delayed the demo, but breaking
1: news it
3: did 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 did. Did. yep yep and i played it
1: so has it gotten any better at all so i played
0: the mighty number no. nine demo can i just say that i didn't even though i am a backer and they won't let me have it because i didn't have a humble bundle account on the email account that i used as my paypal so uh, they won't let me uh, uh, have it
3: Uh, So, even with all this distribution nonsense, they still fucked it up in the worst way possible. Yep. Why didn't they just do a fucking Steam key? Holy shit. Send it over to me, Rhett. I'll I'll send it to you. Because. Yeah, that's the thing. They're going on about this DRM thing. It's like, you know, people are just
0: going to fucking send it to each other. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to go that route, just put it on your site to get. like, Like, if you want a curry favor. Yeah, put it on your fucking site and be like, you know what? Fuck it. It's for everybody. We want everybody to try it.
1: hmm I just googled this demo, September twenty-fifth, new article. It's still yeah. using the concept art. Uh, I hate that. Yeah, fucking that still exists. This concept art screenshot with the UI and everything. It looks so much better than the actual game looks. Okay, I just- so
0: you played the game.
3: I I just want to comment on what John said. Fucking news sites. Update your fucking shit. It's ridiculous that you're still misadvertising the game that way. Yeah, I like, googled get my number nine
1: gameplay, and it has that screenshot at number at the first image. That status. was like
3: two or three years ago. Like, for God's sakes, the game never looked like that. Anyways, I played the demo. I think it's actually pretty good. Okay, good. And I had pretty low expectations. Wow. So it's just, you got your jump, you got your shoot, and you got your dash. And uh-huh. they've kind of streamed... So I'm not, like, a super huge Mega Man guy, so I can't really say exactly how this feels compared to, like, X or Zero. But it's way faster than classic Mega Man. Mm. Because hmm. the, the main thing is that you shoot an enemy to stun it, and if you can keep shooting it, which will eventually kill it, or you can dash into it, which will also kill it. So like the levels are just really designed for you just constantly rush down enemies, kill like stun them and then immediately dash into them. That's cool. And, that, and then there's stuff like if you capture like multiple enemies in one air dash, you'll like get a score multiplier so then at one point I'm like trying to like line up four and dash through all of them at once and it seems pretty mm-hmm. neat. So it's what? like, oh my god, score in a Mega Man game, like this is weird. Not since <laughs> Mega Man 1. Haven't seen that in a while. So yeah, and it just moves really fast for a classic Mega Man. Again, Zero is pretty fast as well. As yeah, yeah. But they've, mm-hmm. and they've kind of streamlined it. Like, there's no charge shot. Uh, there's no wall mm-hmm. jumping, even though you do have edge grabbing. Mm-hmm. So if they want to make a wall where you can go up it, they just put, like, a square indent into it
1: mm-hmm.
3: and, and go huh. that way. Okay. And, like, sliding is in it, but it's really just kind of doing a low dash. Ah. Uh, and then, yeah, it just, it actually played really well. Interesting.
1: And, That's cool. That is good to hear. Yeah. How like, do the uh, cutscenes work? Do the people talk? I see oh, a lot of people talking. Oh. Does it stop? Does everything stop so, for the cutscenes? So, about the
3: negatives, the fucking voices are terrible. Oh, no. Uh, Where everyone uh, is either just, like sounds super disinterested and flat and they don't really care about the stuff that they are saying or the one, the girl robot, like number three mm-hmm. is so goddamn annoying I fought her once and wanted to like turn the volume off Wow! burn,
1: burn, burn to the ground <laughs> it's it's
3: it probably that... on that level she's oh. like a shrill version of like um, Fidget from Dust oh no but like Way, way, I like like I liked fidget, but this yeah. is one
1: me me me, me,
3: like shut the fuck up, <laughs> and I thought, so there's been a lot of controversy about the visuals being really bad. I thought yeah. three of the stages looked pretty good,, mm-hmm. and then one of them is just unbelievably ugly for some reason,
2: uh, uh-huh.
3: like it takes place at night, and the lighting is just there's no lighting basically it's just flat. And kind of gray and blue and it's it's just one of the levels just looks really bad for some reason
1: Mm but at least the stuff with the mechanics feels like it's starting to work itself out
3: it's interesting it's it feels different than classic mcman so which is probably good yeah but it's kind of like got classic enemies like there's a guy with a shield and then he lifts the shield and shoots at you oh my god and the main
1: doctor is called dr white
3: yeah oh God. it's
1: like we get it dude. i totally you made tune- mega man
3: yeah i totally <laughs> tune out the story stuff uh uh-huh. but the thing with the, like the shield guys is that they will shoot like the frame they are vulnerable because you have so much offensive as well like yeah
0: you can so stun they, them quite easily
3: yeah so you have to like jump instantly to get over their bullet and then dash into them to take them out it's pretty cool mm-hmm. There were I mean there were some rough spots like there's one part in the demo where you have to like slide under an instant kill trap. Oh boy. And, and oh boy, lost a lot of lives there. And oh yeah, it has lives. Oh, lovely. Which huh. felt a little bit little, retro? Yeah. Cuz I got to like the first mighty number no. 3 boss and I died and it said game over and I go, "What? Game over?" What are those? Yeah. I'm like, oh god, people are going. It's going to be Ducktales all over again. Oh no! That said, I think this is way better than Ducktales
0: remastered already.
1: Okay, so which it's a... is which is not a
3: high
0: bar. I'm just saying. I <laughs> Plus, a, I think a toothache is better than Ducktales remastered.
1: <laughs> Plus, WayForward. Yeah. Then.
0: Oh, but
3: oh, why are they not good? So, I know. They were, they, I they know. Were, they were the chosen ones. They made Contra Four. But, yeah, I am actually kind of optimistic about that game now, which oh, I, I really I hope, didn't expect.
0: I hope after the demo I am as well.
1: They have score multipliers and then a score rank at the end, so you can, like, shoot yeah. for, like, ranking. Screens I got C and like rank
0: that. on
3: – I got, like, A rank on the – the intro stage is super easy. So mm-hmm. I just, like, dashed through that and got A rank, and then I beat one of the bosses and got C rank.
2: Mm.
1: Oh, I'm watching a cutscene, and it's really ugly. Oh. D- <laughs> the,
3: the, yeah, like, the character models don't animate. They just stand oh, there, and their okay. mouths don't move. It's Yeah, I s- skipped and tuned out all that shit. Okay. The other thing okay. is the music is super quiet in the demo. Like, Ooh. I need to go back and, like, crank that up, and everything, especially the voice, is way down. Like, your character's voice gets really old, too. Like, every time you dash uh. through enemies, he's like, Yeah, good job. That'll do. Needed that. That's probably more samples than he actually has, though. He, like, says the same two things. I can't remember, though. Can you turn off voices? I mean, you can set the volume to zero. That's
1: what I was... Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay.
3: But, like, I literally, like, couldn't hear the music because it's, Mm -hmm. like, the voices and sound effects were set so high. It's weird.
1: Oof. That probably helped make it that much more grating. But then, I beat one of the bosses.
3: I didn't get his weapon. Oh. So I don't know if that's just not in the demo or if <laughs> they've really changed something since we saw it. Because I know enemy weapons were going to be in it. Yeah. So And it's kind of disappointing because I was really wondering how enemy weapons are going to work in a game that moves so quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, like, stopping to shift weapons seems completely counter to how the game flows right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So keeping my eyes on that. We're Inufuche, Inufune
1: watching you. <laughs> <laughs> there was another thing, wasn't there? Some big game show. Oh, not is... really
3: big. Yeah. Okay. the The Sony I press conference was pretty good. They Gravity Rush two. Woo! Woo. Cool. And some Yakuza games that aren't coming to America.
2: Yeah. And,
1: I and then. And then there's um. And then there's an expansion for Bloodborne announced. You said
0: yeah sure I mean
3: okay. it was it was announced earlier, but this is the first time
2: okay. I yeah, saw it. Tokyo
0: game okay. show is just really not that relevant anymore most most people just don't bother covering it much anymore, and like it seems like the the bigger companies are showing up less and less, really well, I mean, <laughs> Japan
3: in general has less and less
0: yeah but I thought Sony's conference was pretty good, like
3: there was some other stuff like there's some game called Neo that was apparently announced in like two thousand four yeah. showed up. Like, what the hell? And it looked okay? <laughs> I'm like, oh, it looks like like Japanese kind of styled Souls
1: game. Almost. Yeah. Weird. Like, that began like, development before the Souls games existed. It was supposed to be a PS3 like launch game.
0: Yeah, it was supposed to be a <laughs> PS3 launch game, and now here we are. It disappeared for a decade. Like, that doesn't happen much.
1: God. So... So that's the news? That's the news. All right. Well, I've got something to say. Um, it turns out that all of this was actually, all of the trap that we were put into was set in motion by my past self manipulating all of us secretly.
0: Fuck, God damn it! past John got another one over on us.
1: I know. But it's okay. We got out. We, we did the podcast.
0: I feel alive anyway. Yeah. I don't. Uh-oh.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe he's not actually alive.
0: Okay, now past John's got a thing for killing fire keepers, but I'm not going to let past <laughs> John kill my friends. That's not past John. That's present John. Fuck!